Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 146, I believe, un- unless I'm very much mistaken. I don't think I am. I think that's what's, what number it is. Um, yeah, I just checked on my phone, so it is. How are you guys doing? Um, thank you very much for tuning in again, um, particularly after the absolute shambles of last week. That was a mess. I can only apologise for the drunk cast I'm referring to. But again, as ever, it's one of the most popular weeks of the year for the uh, Distraction Pieces podcast. So thank you for tuning in, guys. I'm going to ramble a little bit here because our guest is, well, or my guest this week is someone that you guys have been requesting for ages. It's spoken word royalty polar bear, also known as Stephen Camden, who is an author spoken word artist he does theater shows he's generally a legend so yeah he's also a speech development artist and this podcast is brought to you by speech com. in fact i should mention specifically we've got at speech development records we've got two spoken word albums there's at home with polar which is polar bear's spoken word album which we talk about in this podcast and we have one track from there's a little sample on there and at home with rob which is Rob Alton's um, spoken word album. At Home With Rob is available on CD still. The At Home With Polar is sold out on CD, but they're both available on digital download. So if you fancy that, have a look. But more importantly and more immediately, get down to Battersea Arts Centre and catch Polar Bear's current show, Dark Corners. Um, it's amazing. Uh, we talk about it a lot. He it, genuinely always inspires me, man, because... He, he he builds these shows that are like nothing else and this is kind of it's kind of a storytelling show it's kind of an interaction show it's this it, i don't know what it is but it's just this amazing beast um it's on at the battersea arts center from the 5th till the 22nd of april at 7 p.m go on the website there's a few um matinee shows as well uh thrown in there so if you go to bac.org.uk slash dark corners You'll find all of that. Um, before we, we get into it, I need to address the new idiots introduced to the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, a hardcore listing launched a couple of weeks ago with Chris and Stu, and they've been dominating the podcast charts since they launched. And uh, in the first episode, I was guest. The second episode was just the pair of them on their own answering top fives. It's, it's, it's based on top fives. It was answering top fives uh, sent in by the listeners. And this Monday's one that's just gone was Block Party on his guests. And there's there's tons more to come. It's, it's a really good podcast, but they're also pricks. Um, and Chris made the claim. This is my... This is, is my right to respond? He made the claim on this week's on last week's one um, that my food tastes and is is bland and limited and dull, and it's simply not true. Now, for years it was. For years, I only ate pizza, and I still I still wouldn't say that's dull taste. That's just you found perfection, you stick with it. But um, in recent years, um, I've opened up. I eat a lot of different foods. I like to enjoy a variety of ref. Of restaurants and specifically with Chris, I have issue with him claiming this because uh, the last time we were heading into London, in fact, we were going to see Rob Alton, who I just mentioned. We were heading in, and I was like, 
uh, let's head in early and we can get some food. And uh, my thought was, it's London, man. I was like, we could go to to Flesh and Buns, which is an amazing, I believe it's Japanese, uh, but but a, a, a meat place. No, it's Chinese. Sorry, that's terrible of me. Um, I thought we could go to, to, to Flesh and Buns. I thought we could go to 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 K Tray, which is a Vietnamese place I really like. I thought we could go to one of the 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 pop up stalls um, off Shoreditch High Street. They've got a load of different cool different. F- food places there was I, I thought we could go to to, to bleaker burger on 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 the south bank which is a really good uh, i believe they're german originally burger place but they're great it's really it's good food um so i was excited because we're in london and it's one of the best places in the world for a variety of foods and different options and the response i got from chris was shall we go to nando's now I'm I'm not necessarily hating on Nando's. It's quite popular now to hate on Nando's because it's it's because it's got a bit of a, a lad reputation. You you might expect to bump into Craig there, but my argument was: look, if we're in Basildon, which is where Chris is from, and I'm from up the road, then then let's go to Nando's because you know there's limited options. Or if we're if we're like when we a Chris came on me on one of my really early tours once. And so if we're on the road and we're in like small town or whatever, let's go to Hernando's, that's fine. But when you're somewhere where it's got such a range of foods and you choose Nando's and then you have the audacity to call my food tastes bland and boring and rudimentary and moribund. Um, I can't remember the exact term he used, but it was insulting. Um, I'm furious. And Stu jumped in and claimed, I love Subway. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not love... I don't believe anyone in the world loves Subway. Subway's all right. The reason he thinks this is we have our club night, which is returning to the book club on May 25th. Um, And near the book club is a Subway. And every now and then, I mean, I'd say four times four or five times in the in the five years that we've been doing this as a monthly or bi-monthly event i'll I'll grab a subway because i go for the chicken and ham in a wrap because it's not that tasty but it's quite it it, it's it's a healthier option of something i can eat and where i try and eat a bit healthier these days um sometimes if i'm on a healthy tip then i will elect to eat blander food choices because i'm using the food as fuel and then when I treat myself, I'll get excited and have nice food. And I'm not even done on this subject. So I'm going to keep going because, man, right? The other thing, because I, I mentioned this to Stu, and Stu was like, "Your top five fucking foods placed foods are all from Pizza Hut or something." And it's like, you know what? That's probably true, but that doesn't mean I don't have a wide variety of tastes. It's just, I mean, it's snobbery to claim that you can't get good food. It's that whole. Why would you have a burger when you've got steak at home? Because sometimes burgers are delicious, man. Sometimes I don't want to get into a steak. It's, 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 it's. There's a lot of pressure on a steak. Sometimes I just want to fuck a burger. Sometimes, sometimes I just want to eat a burger. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's just that's my issue with their claims on their stupid podcast that happens to be really popular and really good and called Hardcore Listing and available now on iTunes and Acast. On with the podcast. I'm joined by Polar Bear. This next two weeks, so this week and next week, um, 
it's two of the people I've had on that I'm closest to. And obviously I have Chris and Stu um, on regularly and they're good friends of mine, obviously, but uh, of, of of guests and whatnot, of just the general a week to week one. So not the, the, the drunk casts uh, this week uh, with polar bear and next week with Kelly Marcel, two of my closest friends. And I love polar bear. And this is a great chat to have. And Kelly Marcel next week, I'll tell you more about it at the end, but a really brief teaser is she was working in a video shop in London. Oh, uh, uh, when she sold a script she'd written to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and she continued uh, working in that that video shop for a bit. A li- uh, another little teaser, her friend who would pop in and help her st- stack the shelves or work out the scripts was um, a young aspiring actor called Tom Hardy. Um, and he's, done all right too so there's going to be a lot of stories in next week's one there so check that out but for now this is episode 146 of the distraction pieces podcast with polar bear Let's just continue this conversation. Yeah, Let's right, just start. And this is the podcast way. Of no, but it's true though, isn't it? Because it's like it's a whole thing. You, nothing brings you closer together than going through something, whether it's, yeah. you know, you're both in a car accident or whether you're both taken hostage by, you know, rebels or whatever. But it was just like working on something together. The My tightest friends I've got, particularly down here in a city that I'm not from. Yeah. The, my closest bonds and the people that I go back to are the ones that I've worked on something together that wasn't necessarily mine or theirs. It was like... Share. I think that's because you have to quite quickly get over any covering up or insecurities because yeah. you have to put it all out there. You yeah. can't be, oh, I'm going to, again, if it's just, just hanging out once a week in a pub, you can be, I'm going to be this guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to mention that. That doesn't have to come up in conversation. Whereas when you're working on something artistic or yeah, yeah. in any way, really, you kind of have to go, or I'd say more so in theatre or, or, or film or anything yeah. like that where you're having to, portray something you have to quite quickly lose all all fear of looking stupid yeah. all fear of of exposing yourself because you've got to, that's part of the well, art no point otherwise right like yeah. that, that kind of shallow dipping your toe in type stuff it's like yeah it won't fly it won't yeah. fly if anything's going to be actually going to be any kind of good and also the second you do that it's infectious and everyone else does it and you know without wanting to sound too kind of hippie with it I, you know it's my life revolves around that kind of stuff now so i can say it openly and mean it it's like right. It's that's the point, man. That's what you. That's the way you learn anything yeah. about yourself or anyone else. And it's like right, bam. That's why I carry on doing it, not because of what comes out at the end, but because uh, during the course of it, I figure something out. You get to ex- ex- experience that. Do you think this is is, is going to sound odd? But mm. bear with me. Yeah. Um, and do you feel being a parent? Yeah. Has helped you in that way because it was an interesting thing that I saw. I was out with Ed Skrine the other day and out mm. with his his kid, and just seeing his instant comfort in being an idiot in front of kids in front of stranger kids and messing about it's like that's why you're a good actor because you've already got that you've not got that <laughs> i need to try and look cool and, yeah. and, and it was something that i instantly the next time i was i was with my goddaughter and stuff like that i was like right i will i'm going to be more conscious to just forget everything just yeah. the fact is i can just be the biggest idiot in the world and that's mm-hmm. comfortable and that's gonna help me in acting and Completely. in all these other but things, But also the right? joke of it is, right, that in that context, in the moment with anyone, whether it's a kid or an adult, that letting go is what's cool. Yeah. So yeah. In the process of trying to yeah. be cool or holding on to stuff that you think is cool, it, make, it doesn't work. And so, like, yeah, it's massively 
I used to, you know, this happened, our oldest is what, he'll be 11 next month. Yeah. And I remember having conversations with people early on, they were like, I don't know how you do it or whatever. I'm like, it, it's easier, and I don't want to make it sound like it's not hard, or it's yeah, not hard yeah, to yeah, but it's yeah. all right. It, a, it gives me the focus to know where I would rather be at, all, at any time, I'd know I'd rather be at home with them. Yep. So this has to be, really feel like it's worth my time and I want to do it. Completely, that's But also, great. it's like, right, yeah. It's like my nana, you know, like, what's that saying? What I'm like, your kids will follow your example, not your advice. Right, yeah, It's yeah, that yeah. simple to yeah. me. It's like, right, what am, I, what am I conveying to you? I'm happy in what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. And I take what I do very seriously on myself with a pinch of salt. Yeah. And that's what, that, when it comes down to kind of clowning or whatever else, yeah. most of the time it does, because that's yeah. just, in the moment, so satisfying. It's like, yeah, yeah. And I it, think it's, it's the same thing. I think, like you're saying, it's the same thing. It's like that, that instant thing. We can all tap into it. But so maybe there's something about having, you know, a yeah. little in that can kind of help you get it quicker. And it, 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 I think as, as something else you've nailed there is is that it makes your it changes you, you are you, are, you, are your choices. Yeah. It's like I was talking to, to Huey Morgan mm. the other day on an episode that's coming. In fact, I was talking to him after the podcast, mm. and because he lives in the countryside now. Yeah. It's like it's wicked for him because it's yeah, like yeah. if I'm coming in, I'm coming in for something I and really want to do. If he <laughs> if he's in the middle of it, it might be oh, can you do this gig? And particularly as someone like him who's going to be asked to be doing presenting things that yeah. maybe doesn't really care about, but it pays well, and you'll think oh, I may as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. Whereas if you're out, you're like no, I need to really, Get I need back. to really want to do it. No, to do completely, that. man. I think it's like, it's funny because that that uh, that process or that sentiment, whatever you want to kind of call it, I think it just applies to absolutely everything. And I think in my head. It's what me, it's what's led to the point now where I feel now, like kind of like my thirties, kind of thinking, not I'm not wise, but I'm definitely wiser than I was in terms yeah. of what feels good for me day to day and how I get to sleep at night. And it's that thing. It's like right, the choices I'm making, they feel like they're grounded in something that matters more than just what it's going to get me or whatever else. It's yeah. like it's kind of out of my hands because yeah. yeah. it's stuff that's more important to me. So it's like right, oh, so it's just like yeah, it's a thanks basically because it sorted me out at a time where because for me I became a dad. Right at the start when stuff happened, not, not long before I kind of met you, even yeah, like yeah. 10 years ago, or whatever. And it's like, right, it could have been, who knows what would have happened. You know what I mean, yeah. I've just moved to a city for a girl or whatever else, but I probably would have been all over the place. I like yeah. to think I'm quite settled, but without who that. Who knows at that don't point? Don't know, man. Don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I should introduce, I'm joined by Polar Bear. Hello. Um, uh, we're going to go all over the place because we know each other really well. And, and it's why I've always, always make my notes. But when it's someone I know well, I make more notes yeah. <laughs> just to try and keep myself in line. Yeah, of course, of course. So what I want to get straight in at the start is talk about what you're doing at the moment. Because I think it, whilst I want to talk about growing up in Birmingham, mm. what led you into spoken word, all these other things, mm. I think what you're working on at the moment is the amalgamation of all of that. And it's, it's driven by all of that. It's driven by showing kids like you were yeah. that this is a valid career choice and that you can tour the world doing stuff like this yeah, and stuff yeah. like this. so talk about what what it is you're doing at the moment well, what I've the re- show is okay well i've reached a point now where I'm, I'm i get to make things about process so the thing i'm working on specifically where we are right yeah. now is a thing called, 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 called dark corners which is basically a, um, a story that i'm telling i tell it's made for um secondary age particularly like year eight year nine class or class at a time yeah 30 40 teenagers in a room and it's all about taking risk. It's a story about the 13-year-old me taking a risk, coming a cropper, and then the 17-year-old me turning up. And it going. it's, got, it's like the, the, the takes over the place over one night. And it goes, it's messy, basically. Yeah. It's all this analogy about like the way I make stuff is messy. Yeah. At school, they taught us to be neat. And the kind of the thing was, right, it's got to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's why I never really flew. And why I came to 
creative stuff much later because it drummed it out of me. Yeah. And like I didn't realise that my way of doing stuff was not only viable, but actually it's, yeah, everything revolves around me getting everything out, working out what I like, and then the hard work kind of starts. So, yeah. so it's yeah. basically me telling the story, but with your help, I'm nicking bits from you. We're having a conversation as we go. It's just that my whole thing is about getting rid of pressure. Right. I'm convinced that school, not just school, but school to a degree, you know, that age anyway is highly pressured, but the reason why I kind of came to that or I would stop myself was a sense of like, like what for? What are you doing? What's that for? And it's like, right, the purpose Completely. behind it. And now I'm just like, because A, it's fun, and yeah. B, it's the best way to reach people and realise that we can all have a go and do it and how good this feels to yeah. just run with an idea. So it's, that was a long-winded way of saying and, it's about mess. And, and an idea being the, its own end goal. Completely. Again, you're taught very much in school that, well, you might not enjoy this, but it leads to yeah, this exactly. and it leads to this. And again, it's not to bring it back to the podcast, but I've said this a few times. I have people all the time saying, the podcast is going well. Is it, do you think, yeah. do you think it'll ever turn it into a TV show? Do you think it'll turn it into this? It's like, no, no, the pod, I'm yeah. doing it already. The podcast is what it's meant to be. That's, there's no desire for it to go any further. Well, you know, man, it's real funny. Like, when, when, I first, when I first met you, it was, one of them, it, was, it, was, it was lovely because, like, right, here's straight away, right? We, were, we come from different places or whatever yeah. else. You know, you had your suit and your case. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was clear early on that you, you were excited about doing this. And, you, yes, you had, like, the drive to kind of do stuff yeah. like I did, but it didn't feel like you were going right. You were assessing every situation for, like, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? And whereas I was meeting a lot of people who were doing that. Yeah, who it's and so calculated. It was really so I'd meet, I'd meet you and I'd meet, like, someone else, like, six months later, and it'd be just enough to kind of make me not sack it all off. Because he'd be like, right, here it is. It is yeah. a thing, right? This is a thing. This is amazing what we do. And then every gig you do, someone come up to you after and go, all right, that was great. Here's what you should do next. Da-da-da-da. And you're like, whoa, easy, easy, yeah. easy, 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 mate. It's, let me enjoy this, the pursuit of it. Like you say, the process, the journey is the fun. I always I talk about it in the pieces about, like, it's like you tidy your room, right? You go tidy your room. Some people are like, right, I've got to tidy my room. Yeah. Bam, this goes there. Bam, 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 bam. Hour later, done. Get on with your day. That's their satisfaction. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I was always more like, start, 10 minutes in, find a photo of that girl from the summer. And I'm like, you remember? So I've got to get all the other photos out. Which yeah. leads me to like the <laughs> mixtape that yeah. I made for her. within the t-shirt that she left at my house, which I try on. Then I've got to try on all my clothes to get to it. Lunchtime, it's messier than it was when I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, by the end, my room's tidy. Yeah. And that journey, that full day... Is like the best feeling in the world ever because you just, it's, it's, a, it's a mix of uncertainty, but just trust in yourself. Yeah, and I think completely. that's so. That's what all my work, particularly the live performance performance stuff. Sorry, is, yeah, that's what it's about. It's like right here I am. I don't have to come and give you a lecture on it. Yeah, watch me do it, and not only do it, but do it with you and need you. So worst ways you leave going oh, that was fun for an hour. Yeah, and the best ways you're like bloody hell, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, Did that's you see a thing me? that and can that, happen. Oh, that's and that I guess that that's the whole thing of like example rather than advice. And um, it just feels ace, man, because it's like it's genuinely is what I love doing. Yeah, it's it's the beauty of it, and, and again, it's what I've always loved about a lot of your work as well. Is it's that kind of it's I can't remember where I heard the heard the quote originally, originally, but it's teaching people how to think, not what to think. <laughs> and it's that, and again, I think that's the spoken word seems a prime example of that. Is I'd have I'd. I'd, I'd, I'd naturally rally against what you're meant to do, but mm-hmm. which isn't the right answer either. Yeah. But it is that kind of, you get to a certain point in the spoken word scene and there was me, you, Kate Tempest, a few mm-hmm. others. It's like, right, you got to, you're going to add a band then. Yeah. And then you're going to do a one man show. Yeah, yeah, and then you're going to do this. It's like, <laughs> these are all the little steps. It's like, well, my thing was like, no, no, I'm not. And then I've seen people, yourself included, 
do a one-man show and it'd be amazing. Kate had a band and it'd be amazing. Yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. this. It's like, right, but you need to come there for your own reasons exactly. rather than that's here's what is here's the path, here's the route. That's the difference. I think there's something in that fact about like, you know, and it's it's hard to talk about this sometimes without seeming like kind of holier than now. You've reached a point, but no, I'm like, nah, man, I've reached a point now where I can, I've got an opinion and I'm kind of cool with it in the sense that I think it's just timing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like when I when I when I met you, like we we're in our twenties or whatever, right? but we'd come from jobs. Yeah. We've yeah. been in the world. Yeah, so completely. A, stuff that we were writing was about the world, related to the world, and our place, and us trying to figure out where we fit and where we didn't want to fit, right? So the grounding of it, for 100%. me, felt more real, which meant that it just feels a little bit more solid. For a lot, for a lot of people, kind of come, if you're coming in at like 16, 17, discovering this amazing thing, you're writing, you're writing, you're writing, you're like, what are you writing about? Okay, you're writing about yourself. Okay, right. There's only so much you can fit into 16 years. Completely. And then before you know it, you're, you're talking about politics and the world and whatever else. But from a position that it hasn't lived enough yet to kind of really give that the kind of gravitas yeah. it needs. So then you get a little bit lost and someone's like, do a one-man show. About what? Okay, about your life until now. Okay, brilliant. And some people have had very full lives and a 16-year-old can be just as interesting as anybody else. But it's, it's like you're saying, if, if I, I reached a point where I've, I fell into this form, reached a point where I realised I love telling stories... Then people are, are you going to do a one-man show? I'm like, one-man show? That, that phrase itself sounds horrible. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do now? I, like, I want to tell a story that's longer. I want to see if I can hold people for an hour. Yeah. And they're like, that's a one-man show. I'm like, okay, call it what you want then. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to use this. I want to do, it's not been done before, right? I want to, I want to take over a full space. So you come in, this, this is happening. You come in and you see the show and you come out and there's all this stuff that's happening. And they're like, oh, all right, let's see if we can do that. And that's what, like, that's what drove me, like, doing what I hadn't done. Yeah. And it's like, so that, that's, I think that to me is, feels different to people who are like, right, I've done this. I chatted to somebody not long ago. Yeah. And they were talking about it. And they, were, they looked up to me and like, all right, it's good, it's good to meet you. Um, I loved your stuff on YouTube before. It's inspiration when I was going. To, I was like, okay, wicked, cool. What, what are you into? He's like, right, I um, did this poetry thing for a couple of years, I reckon. Then get a theatre thing going. And then I'll maybe a little bit of telly. And I, and I kind of looked at him and I just felt myself go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, right, no, I don't want to be this negative influence on this geezer. Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah, you do yeah, what yeah. you want, mate. But I just, I cut the conversation as early as I could and I went on my way because I can't help or identify or even really chat with that. It's, it's such a weird, I don't get it. it's such a weird thing because when we started off in the spoken word scene 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't a viable career <laughs> choice as such. And I think that's why those things never crossed anyone's mind it was kind of laughable wasn't yeah, it really? it's kind of oh we're doing this thing oh this is cool and f- f- for me that's how i've always tried to kind of live and manage my career is do stuff i think's just this is cool and mm-hmm. if it turns into profitable if it turns into a career then then wicked that's great i'm yeah, delighted yeah, with yeah. that but not kind of focusing on right here's where i'm going here on to no, here of course not but i think but i think you, there's something you kind of you kind of leave out there that i'm not wanting to like Blow smoke up your ass or anything in my butt. But you work hard, lad. The, and I remember that from day. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, sense, yeah What yeah, I remember yeah. is like, right, go thinking that I was like doing... It was hilarious. I remember we went away. Where did we go? We went somewhere. In the van, right? We went in the van. Yeah, right, we did right, the tour. Right, yeah, and, we you did the t- and you said to me, and you were like, right, I just want to do some... I just want to do these kind of gigs. And it felt to me like a lot of gigs were planned. And you were yeah. like, this is like a breeze now because I've yeah. just come on the back of doing 300 gigs yeah, with Dan. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I looked at you and I went, what? And you went, yeah, yeah, last year we did like 300 gigs. Right, and at that point, and I think... Maybe to this day, yeah. in spoken word, I've not done 300 gigs. Yeah, yeah. And that blew my mind. Yeah. And I was like, right, here's somebody who's like, right, he's like, he, I fully believe him and I fully believe what you're having. And he, you were hard. Again, that's, it's, but it's, it's all relative, isn't it? And again, I think that's, that helped us coming into spoken word is yeah. we've, 
as you said, we've lived in the real world. We've worked in in factories, building on, sites, on on on, on, <laughs> on lorries, on building sites, and all sorts of stuff like that. Which which means that when we're coming in, and again, I do I do five or six open mics a week, yeah. and people will be like, "That's dedicated." I'm like, no, Wait, I'm in bed till yeah. one o'clock, <laughs> and then I'm getting up, I'm practicing. It's like this ain't hard work, but. And, on paper like that seems thing. dedicated whereas i said the spoken word tour that we did mm. was still i think my favorite tour i've ever done because number one it was just me you and kate tempest yeah, in yeah. a van yeah jim driving who's a mate <laughs> and it's funny so it was just it was pissing about we didn't have to have sound checks or yeah. big big loadings it was just let's go and do this and the it fluidity fun, of it was the fact that originally it was an alternate between who would be going first and yeah. second between you and kate and by about midway through you were just like, it's just going together. Yeah, and you yeah. just go on there with some rum or some whiskey <laughs> and you just sit there and take it in turns. And it, it's something that people still comment to me about. Is that, and it, it's weird how all of us have gone off in different directions and got different audiences because mm-hmm. now you look back, people are like, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a major tour. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's, that's an all-stars <laughs> tour. And it's like, no, it was but just us sticking like, about. Exactly, it was, it was, it was the, I think that's what it says. It's back to your point. It's like, right, the reasons why. The motivation. Same as anything else, man. You're performing. You're act, you act, right? Yeah. Like you're acting, right? Okay. What are you portraying? You're portraying this. Okay. Why? What, as you're a character, what do you want? And why do you want it? And how are you going to get it from somebody else? That's what you're thinking. If you don't tap into the right ones, I'm not yeah. having it. Yeah. Right? If we're mates, if we are genuinely Completely. mates, and yes, we are good. Don't get me wrong. I think we're very good. We're going to do it well. Yeah. But on top of that, you've got friends who are genuinely like, sweating enjoyment yeah. out on you. It's like, right. What's not to like, man? Yeah, yeah. It's just a commu- and it's the same thing with this. It's like, right, I would happily, and I have, like, done things to like four people. Yeah. And people are like, oh no, I'm so sorry, there's more. I'm like, it's cool. I just don't, like, this, we're going to find something now that we wouldn't find with 30. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. find with 200. We wouldn't find with, a, you know, a full year group or a, a whole lower school. So it's about each one of them, it's its own thing. And it's such a nice place to be in where you're like, right, the goal of it is reaching the people and like as clearly and as closely as possible yeah and if that's loads wicked if it's not it's fine man it can be even more personal and mean that thing because again particularly on a show that might be more interactive and stuff like that man that's a harder gig if there's only a few people in the room because it's uh, it's safety in a crowd you know that's the fight basically it's the fight that i like yeah it's one of them ones where like the reason why i enjoyed so much going with you and kate right in the travel lodges and the rest of it, right? It was, just, it was fun because it, it felt to me like I was part of something. Yeah. I, I never really liked being the thing, as whether that sounds yeah, yeah, no, false or whatever. But completely. like, it, like I fall, you fall into it, and part of you like you love the rush. Don't get me wrong; it feels great having people listen to you and feel like you're good at something. And then part of it is people ask you to do it again, yeah. and all of a sudden someone offers you some money, and you're like, "What? That's as much as I used to earn in a week." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I'm never, okay, right. Then it's like, okay, no, what am I going to do? And so I like, I just, I love being part of something. Yeah. And so yeah. the quicker, it, I would always rather be every time, towards the end of the spoken word stuff, I don't really do it so much now. Yeah. But the, the last few gigs, I remember the feeling was, I'd be on stage looking out and going, in my head, I'm going, I wish we all just round a table yeah. with a bunch yeah. of food. And I, yeah, I'd happily say stuff, but we could actually talk. Yeah. And it yeah, always yeah, felt yeah. Like, I, I, like I'd rather, and like, that's what kind of like led me to not, to do less of it and at the yeah. same time I'm doing I'm in schools a lot and that was just felt like um, enough of a performance that satisfied yeah. that part of it's, it you know I get that completely it's like I get people all the time asking when I'm writing new material and things like that yeah. and I know that to a lot of people and quite rightfully a podcast is quite throwaway because it's just 
there's no prep. I've not written anything. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, but there's certain podcasts that the conversations I've had have meant as much to me yeah. as headlining Coco and that, and that performance. Because again, with it's it's a different art form. It yeah. is this interaction and it is disposable and it is throwaway because I'll listen to 10 podcasts a week mm-hmm. and but does I, that mean it's I, and I won't listen to them again, which, which, which in many ways it means it's disposable. It doesn't mean it's worthless, but it means it's disposable. It's, okay. I experience it and then it's gone. Right. And that's something that we don't... But again, maybe though, that's right? the beauty of it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's the beauty of it. It's not on YouTube. Yeah. It's not on this. It's that's there and it's gone. Completely. You, you, you that's, do it that's once. That's all it is, man. Yeah. That's all it is. That is the magic. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. why it's funny, man, because when I finally did the recording in the bedroom, yeah. like, if you were the seat, yeah. like, I couldn't stop laughing because the only way I could have done it is that way because people ask you from the beginning, where's your collection? Where's this? Where's this? Yeah, and if yeah. it made sense, it made sense. But for me, it was always like, look, this is nuts. Yeah. I've just got up. We were chatting. I've yeah. just got up on the stage, said this thing that I wrote, thought I quite liked it. I've shared it. And you, some of you loved it. Some of you didn't, whatever, didn't, didn't know what to make of it, but it existed and it was gone. That felt like the coolest thing in the world ever. Yeah. It's like a moment that made you choose, come with me or don't. Yeah. I don't have to, I'm not begging you to come with me. I'm, sa- I'm saying this, come with me or don't. And if you do come with me, Completely. I think we've got some in. And it's like, right, that's amazing. Okay, how do you get that? Okay, weirdly, you can get it when you put something down and leave it because someone can find it. Yeah. They can choose to close it or carry on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to get that feeling across from someone, I mean, I haven't seen you in ages, man. It's nice yeah, to just yeah, see it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly, yeah. like, right, I'd argue like, yes, it comes and it goes, but it fills you up. Yeah. And when you yeah. don't have it for a while, it falls, you get empty and you've yeah. got to refill that well. And I think that it's harder now to confuse interaction via a screen or whatever else with actual genuine moments. And I think that the more you can get it. And I think that's yeah. why the prevalence of kind of like hearing people talk you don't even know, particularly yeah. like, mate, like you're stewing them. Like yeah. Drunk things. It's, it's like, just right, hearing that conversation. Part of that reason is like, right, yeah, I know that. I yeah. love that. And if I get it through if people who are technically strangers, I don't care. Because I'm yeah. with them. It, it kills me at points when, it, it, and again, it shows how into podcasts in general I am, but I'll be stewing in my car because I'm like, oh, I've got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I would have been listening for two hours and I'll get on a certain subject. I'll be like, no, that's, that's, that's not quite right. And I know a really polite and easy way to explain why that's not right. And you'll agree with me and I fucking can't. And it, Wait it till I get you me. in the mind. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's great. But yeah, it's... It, it is an interesting world, and I think one of the things that we connected on early on, and it's why, I mean, you, you say about kind of that interaction for a long while, and we've slipped on it recently, but we'll, yeah. uh, we'd meet up for something that we'd just call Old Man Drinks, yeah. and it'd be me, you, and, and Moose Rock Wonga, yeah. um, which there's been a huge thing online, because I've mentioned them a few times, people have thought I'm saying Moose Rock Wonga. Yo. Which is which is an amazing name. Yeah, yeah, completely Moose Rock, And people completely have Googled <laughs> Moose Rock Wonga. Um, he sounds, sounds amazing, <laughs> yeah. Um, and or or Kate Tempest, yeah. and we we meet up, and this is going to sound horrible, and I'm fine to admit it. But part of the meeting up was to share our mutual love and hate of the spoken word scene because yeah. it's something that we connected on early on. I think was a love of what we're doing, but at points a discomfort of where we're doing it, or the praise that people are putting on it that feels unwarranted. Yeah. That, that, the first time that people are like, oh, you're a poet and you're this and you're that. It's like, oh, no, yeah. you've, you've got that wrong. I'm just talking about some stuff. Yeah, 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 you've, yeah. you've misinterpreted this. And I always remember um, an interview with Lil Wayne where this guy was <laughs> putting it on him. This, I think it was a pitchfork guy or something like that. And he's yeah. like, 
your flows are reminiscent of 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 the of the early jazz and the freedom of this and that. Yeah, and yeah. Wayne was like. I just rap. Just rap, mate. I just rap. And the guy, he, he, he made the guy leave. He was like, I can't do this interview because yeah, I just yeah. rap. He's making it something it's not. And that's, everyone's right as yeah. a listener. But again, I think that's something early on that we were like, yo, these people think they're going to change the world yeah, in this yeah. wine bar. Yeah, yeah. And a wine bar. That was a wine North- bar. We yeah, 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 that was yeah, 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 it was. It was. They were, places, they freaked me out. I think. Oh, that way again, I think that's a good, that's a, <laughs> A, a great point. The first night that we were, were gigging together, it was like a genuine. It's, not it's, genuine, it's a it wine a, bar that had some food, mate, it was and a two of the people on yeah. said, "I'm not willing to go on while people are eating." Yeah, and we were like, right. "I'll go on then." Like, <laughs> I'll go on in that. So, and they moved the things around. Like, yeah. we were in different slots to what we were meant to be because we were like, "Yeah, I just want to get up and do my thing." I'm not. Yeah. I'm not fussed about someone's having some chips. Enjoy your chips, mate. You it's go true. in. It's, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because like you I'd say, rather you're eating than hungry. You know Hungry's I mean? like, going to be distracted, <laughs> man. You're not going to focus. But it was it was nuts, and there was there were loads of them, right? There were loads of them, and there, there were the ones that I stuck st- stayed to, and there were ones that I kind of left. But like you say, again, I remember another one that was a particularly. It was in East London, and it was again, it was particularly kind of poncy and. Was it? Is it like a warehouse or something? It was a warehouse one, yeah, I and that. and you were like. I'm I'm not going, doing it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you're like, I was, I'm, I'm meant to be on at like one o'clock. Yeah. It's like eleven now, and I'm. No. I've, I want to go home and see. It's my a kids. funny <laughs> thing, isn't it? Because there were there were there were, there were time. You know what it is, is? It takes many styles, I think. Right, and yeah. I, well, I think the nice thing about it, the immediacy and the lack of equipment needed for it, right, means there yeah. is room for everybody. The trick of it is, it's like things get kind of cherry picked and kind of like you know, lorded over or, or called something else. Or if you want to analyze and kind of like interpret things, then brilliant. But to me, that's not why I would do it, and mm-hmm. it's not what's fun about it, and it's probably the reason why. I've, I've, I'm sure I said this to you before. I've never been to a spoken word gig that I haven't been doing a thing at. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's not because I hate the thing. Yeah. It's just because I'm not very big, good at being talked at. Right? Yeah. I'm not very good at being talked yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I will yeah. go and support friends, but it's there to, for the social occasion of it and sit there and then, get, then I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. That yeah. was amazing. Or oh, that was all awesome. But I, I don't seek it out. Completely. I don't yeah, seek yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. knowledge. I mean, I'll, they forced us to go to church when we were little. Yeah. I don't seek out the pulpit anywhere yeah, if yeah, I yeah. actively dodge it. Yeah. And, and invariably, with that, in that kind of, in that realm, at least at some point in the night, if not for a majority of the night, that's what it's going to feel like. And I can't, I can't handle it, man. There's too much yeah. relaxing and eating to do elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's yeah. that funny thing where you end up connecting and some people for that very reason love it. Yeah. Completely. But then they end up flocking together in that kind of way and it's cool. And I think what's nice is that now to have, it makes sense to me that we're now chatting on a podcast that you run that like it, like, Thousands yeah. of people are listening to you, and like you know, I've seen you. I saw you on the telly the other day. Yeah, yeah. And like, so it wasn't know. like, oh, like, like he's on telly. He's like a star. It was like, it was like, that's he's on. He's on like, yeah. and it was like, how weird is this? No, but it was just like, it was just like, it made sense, man. Because yeah. it's like, right, it, you're like, right. I want to have a go. Bam. Let's have a go at this. And I think Let's that, try that. I've got to be honest. Early on, whether it's, I was conscious of it at the time, that's part of the reason why I kind of think we kind of we kind of became friends. It's like, right, we shared that. Is that like, right? I'm going to go at that. Let's try and do that. Bam, I'm going to do it. And you're not, and before I'm not going to ask you or check, I'm going to go, I'm going to research stuff and I'm going to go have a yeah. go. If it feels right, I'm going to carry on. Then I might make, let people know about it. Yeah. And it was completely. less about like, right, blowing a trumpet of fanfare and just getting on with it, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, 100%. And I think that that's what, you can't touch that. You can yeah. like it or not like it, but you can't really, you have to respect it. Yeah. Because completely. it's a conviction. And again, it's something that we've both come to on our own, which yeah. is, 
Yeah, which is big... kind of a negative thing in in in, in many ways because yeah. I think it's again it's what I'm 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 hearing and seeing is is what a lot of the motivation b- behind your latest sh- show is 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 to show young people that 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 exactly that's an option and what that is is un, unlabeled but kind of yeah. anything's an option that you can you can do this it doesn't have to be I always remember um our, our mutual friend Riz Ahmed yeah when I had him on the podcast he was saying he did some play at school because he had to and all this yeah, coming yeah, yeah. and he he loved it but he didn't focus on it because he was an academic and he wanted to do good and this and that and he got an email off a stranger who was yeah. a girl in his class who he didn't know who just said you were really good at that yeah yeah man and it made him go oh shit yeah someone's just like a stranger has said that it's not my mate or my mum saying oh you've yeah. done so it's a stranger saying you should pursue that and Mate, it's like, he's he's in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, literally, like, that's the that's the pinnacle. Of that's, course, he's man. Done and this. he's 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 so good. Yeah, it's amazing. He's good. He, like he's so good. And it's, that's what but makes it me took happy. that someone yeah. to say this is an option. Completely, completely. And I think for me, it's like my my whole thing is like right. I go. I'm in schools a lot, right? I'm stood. I'm stood there. I'm you know assembly, three hundred three hundred year nines or whatever yeah. else, right? I am not coming in telling you that everyone should be an artist. Yeah. I think the, that notion is ludicrous. I also think the notion of 30 people sat in a room trying to learn the same thing in the same way at the same time is ridiculous as yeah, well. But that's, yeah. another, that's a whole other can of worms, yeah, like the yeah, education yeah, yeah. thing. But it's like, right, what I'm saying is like, not everyone should do this, but everyone's allowed. Yeah. If there's a shelf with accountant, grime artist, uh, footballer, actor, whatever else, then what I do for a living is on there. What's you, what do you do? I don't know, mate. Sometimes I'm a, I'm a writer. I'm a perform. I don't know what I am. I'm I struggle a, I'm, hugely yeah, with that question. Yeah, it's tricky, man. But like, it, but I earn a living. I have a family. I get to travel, and I love what I do. Yeah. And what's real funny because sometimes that 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 is a message that kind of comes across. It never comes across better than when you're actually doing the thing and people see it firsthand. Yeah, yeah. But like the other day, like last week, no, the week before, before week before I went away, I'm in a school, and there's a bunch of lads at the front. And I'm doing this assembly. I'm just talking about sharing a couple of pieces. I'm talking about I'm going to be running an after-school kind of writing club. Kind of like the drum awareness of it, whatever else. Yeah. And this guy, the kid was like, he was looking at me. He's just like, and all he wanted to know, he was like, right, you go, how much do you earn? And I looked at him and I was like, right, bollocks. So I got a big piece of paper out and I broke it down. Yeah. I broke down my year's earnings and where I got it from and whatever else. Right? And he looked at me and I saw him go, bloody hell. Right? And I'm like, they didn't loads. Yeah. But it's like, right. But before I started, I said, what's a, what's a decent wage? And he told me, I was like, oh, right, wicked. That sorts me out. Laid, laid it all <laughs> yeah, out. Right? Yeah, and, I was like, yeah. and I was like, I saw you looking at my truck. Like, I don't care if that sounds superficial. Or that's, yeah. that's what connects with you. It's fine. It's finding that connection. It's exactly. It's going, look, look. And I'm not saying, like, mate, there, there's the validation. So you know I'm not a waste of your time. Yeah. But what matters is the fact that I love, imagine loving every day. Yeah. And that at school, that you're miles away from even yeah. having that as a possibility. So it's like, right, the the fine line to walk is that thing of example, not advice. It's like, right, look, mate, we can talk. We don't have to. It's fine. Yeah, come yeah, if you yeah, want yeah. to after school. Or you don't need to. There is no pressure. Yeah, but look how happy we are. Yeah, look how much fun it feels like we're having, and you're welcome. Yeah, and I th- so it's, it's like I a, love it's, it. Sounds like highway to heaven or some shit, man. But no, it's, like, it's great, man. It's, it's just a nice place I've, to be in. I've said before, I I get approached every now and then. T- to do stuff in schools and I always t- turn it down yeah. because I think there are people like yourself. Um, I know when K- Kate's done it, she, she's been great, but you're always my best example. Cause I think it's something, it's another thing that you've thought about honed and found how yeah. you're going to d- d- do it. And it's not, it's not an easy thing. No. I, you can 
get get up there and feel oh, fucking hell I'm I'm some old dude yeah. tr- 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 trying to win over the cool kids. And I remember I did one ages ago and it was in a a, a rough school in South London mm-hmm. and th- that appealed because of my family all being from South London and all that. And I was like, right, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do my thing and it is what it is. And it got to me, man. The yeah. first three people before me, I thought, oh, you sound like such... And again, they're yeah. amazing people and people I love, but it's nah. like you sound like you're the, the, the art person who's coming in or the person who's coming in to tell you that the world is all beautiful and all that. Yeah, so yeah. my instant thing was I started to drop that I've gigged with Dizzy and Bizzle yeah, and things like that because yeah. I wanted to be popular with yeah, these school yeah, yeah. kids. It's like... I came away going, how fucking dumb was that? Because all I went in was I got nervous and I thought, oh, they're going to think I'm an idiot. But it's school, so I, man. I've met Dizzy and they're like, oh, wicked. And all this is like, all I'm doing is talking about the, just trying to get over w- with the cool kids who are 20 years younger than me. And but I'm it's like, the same thing, right? Trying to get over with them. It's the same thing as when you were there to start with. So my whole thing is like, right, I don't really talk. I yeah. come in, I do a thing. Yeah. So everything I'm doing is doing, I do, I do what I do. And yeah. then straight away, I was like, right, let's do it. And we all just do it. We make something up. Yeah. And so great. it's like, right. You're like, some people are like, who's this guy? And like, even if you're like, who the hell is this guy? You're like, but he's, he's into what he does, though, isn't he? Yeah. And so you, the worst way is you leave going, that guy was a bit nuts, but he seemed to like what he was like. Yeah, I don't care. he's having a good day. You know what I mean? You kind of like, you lose that. And I don't know, I think part of it might be the kids thing yourself. And you see and you realise, you think about back to your own kind of childhood, about like what, it comes back to pressure. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. It's funny, I was talking, I was talking to um, our oldest the other day, right? We've been recording little conversations. He wants he wants to start recording conversations. I was like, he Amazing. wants to pick topics. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, mate. Let's just chat. Let's just chat. Let's <laughs> chat home. But he was we were talking about embarrassment, and when we came to the realization, I was like, right, I I I don't think you can embarrass me. Yeah, I can't think of something you could that could happen where I would be embarrassed to the point like it used to be where I want to melt into a puddle or whatever else. I'm like, right, what what could happen? And he reeled off all these situations, and I'm like, well. Okay, so like, no, we're in town. You're in town. Your trousers, your pants fall down. I'm like, yeah. I just pick them up, man. I guess. Be like, sorry, yeah. can I get on my day? He's like, what? And it was just, I you remember, you, I, just it all came back to me in the sense of like, and it's why memory always comes out in work or whatever. It's like I feel now. I think it's going to sound so evangelical, right? I I feel now like I hoped I would feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah, it's yeah. taken a long time. Yeah. And I'm, there's still baggage and there's still a bunch of shit that I kind of like, you know, I've got to carry around with me. But it's like, I feel now like something's kind of clicked in my head where it's like, it's all right. Yeah. You want to do that? It's all right. Yeah. So it's like, my, now what I have is the wrestle with like him coming back with, st- and he hasn't even started secondary school yet when it's really going to kick in. And that's so my whole thing would be like, not being the kind of hippie, fuck the system parent. Knowing that you, there is a dance and a thing you got to go through, but also trying to imbue him with the strength to kind of like to know what to roll with and what to fight against. And yeah. it's like that's the hard, that's the kind of the, the fun challenge I'm looking forward to. Yeah, because I feel like I'm now at a point where it's like, right, it's all right. I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, all, all right. it's, it's all right. If I want to try really hard at something, if like if you want to be talking about spoken word, like if you've got in your head, if your dream, you go to sleep thinking about being on the telly. Or on the side of a bus as one of these YouTube stars or whatever, yeah, yeah. then fucking go for it. Yeah, there's nothing right? wrong go with that. Go for it yeah. and stop talking about it and go for it. But if you don't, you don't have to feel like you should. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, just like, completely, on, completely. It's, it's 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 the fact, and I guess it comes down again to what you were saying about how or the restrictions, I guess, of the education system that yeah. all these kids are learning the same thing at once. Is you can't empower everyone with the right thing. For for them, you've got to have three or four things up with saying, you could be a banker. <laughs> and for some kid, that's going to be wicked. I'd yeah. love to be a banker because yeah. I'll make 
tons of money and that's really important to I like me. numbers and that's fine that's yeah again that's all good but you can't i guess you can't get all those individual things so no, but it's, it's, it's a funny thing now because like right it's 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 cracking already and there are some it's hard yeah teaching it's, it's such a hard thing and it's changing all the time in you know steering towards you know because it's a results game yeah and league tables and whatever else it's hard but what i feel when i'm in schools now, that's all i can really kind of speak on what i feel if I'm in, when I'm in a classroom, I can feel that everybody knows how silly it is. Yeah. It's not just the teachers going and going, another day. Yeah. The kids are looking at them going, right, mate, anything you can tell me now, I can get from this thing in my pocket in yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And then I'm looking at you going, and you can help I know, me there. Yeah. You can I, point I know me in the right know. direction. That's we, we all know. We all know how silly it is. So we end up having this kind of role play. We're all yeah. like, let's just try and get through it. Yeah. And then, like, then you go to a certain, another school, uh, and they'll uh, be let's like, play right, school. Yeah, here's our topic Vikings, right, everybody, go. Yeah. Tablets out, books are out, you're online, we're going to come back in 50 minutes and we're going to present. Yeah, that's wicked. That's the way, that's what works now. Yeah. And that's what there should be more of. Yeah. And, but, and like, but, you know, and then there's... So talking coming. with rather than at. So yeah. it's kind of, and again, the, the beauty of that is they're going to come back with some stuff that's wrong. Yeah. And you're going to be able to go, right, Completely. that's wrong, and here's why it's wrong. And you've got to ask rather why it's than not wrong or whatever what's else. right. Completely. There's no I conversation. Listen. Yeah. There's no time for conversation because everyone's yeah. shitting themselves about exams and yeah, yeah, tables yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever else and sats. It's like, right, if we could talk for 10 minutes at the end of every lesson, yeah, that would be a small step in the right direction in terms of make, not losing people because that's all you're doing. Yeah. You're, bringing, you're hurting people to lose them. Yeah. And it's really... Yeah, sorry, man. Sorry for taking... It. It's no, just, I like it's, it. This, I like is my, it. this is my thing, you know, when you... Yeah. I didn't have a topic for ages when you go for dinner or whatever this else. This is my topic. This yeah, is my yeah, thing yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I have to kind of check myself because it's like... There are no easy answers, but there are there are there are simple flaws that are just so prevalent. Yeah, that are, all, that are almost ludicrous. I, I I love it when you can hone in and and learn as, as something like that, and it becomes your topic. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think so, it was two Christmases ago, going around my mum's on Christmas Day, and my dad came round who hadn't these they're separated, but but, but he was about and on his own, so yeah. it was this weird thing and. A few weeks before, I'd got really into the Eddie Bravo Invitational, which was a BJJ <laughs> yeah. competition. But Eddie Bravo had invented these new rules for BJJ. Yeah. And it was the best thing in the world. And I told my mum, my dad, my, my brother, who already knew, um, and that was it about it for... 20 minutes yeah. and they did not give a shit but i was so excited i was like and then instead of it just being a draw it goes to this and there's a sudden death and all there's just that enthusiasm it's like it doesn't matter if you're into it what matters is that i can articulate it well and i found someone who's found a solution to something yeah do you know what i mean it's, it's a problem that you never knew existed but no. it did and this guy solved it and yeah. i'm hyped about yeah, that completely, completely. um you talked about uh a reminiscing and memory coming up a lot and yeah. one of the things i've always loved about your work um and again it's weird to keep uh, bringing up kate but again the mm. three of us gigged a lot yeah, and yeah. she's very much a little sister to us kind of thing mm. and she's going on and smashing it all over the world but with kate almost all of her poems is going to be in some way epic or 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 visceral or really it's going to change it could change your life in some way and what i love about your poems is most of them aren't that mm -hmm. and i i mean that in as yeah. the highest compliment they yeah. they do tend to be it's like it's so empowering to hear a piece that moves you and you're like right that's just yeah. talking about life that's not some big realization it's not someone who's like i'm a poet because i figured these things out it's like i'm a poet because 
some stuff's happened and I can articulate it. And that's yeah, what yeah. I kind of love about it. So, it, in fact, at this point, yeah. if it's all right, I'm going to play uh, the first piece I saw you do, which everyone fell in love with, yeah. off of the album that you've got on in, in, in the at record home. store. Um, I'm going to play Jessica, and then we'll talk about uh, your process after that. Okay. The next one I'm going to do um, is the one that kind of sorted me out, I guess, if you can say that. Um, I still get sent comments about this one on a regular basis. In fact, I still get sent links to this telling me that I should check it out as if I don't recognise my own face. Anyway. 15. And I'm sparking a joint. In the park with the boys, chatting fart, making noise. The girls are on a bench way over there in the distance. To put space between our best means of resistance. It's getting dark and we all want to kiss them, but we don't have a clue what to do, so we just diss them. Too embarrassed to talk it over, then John's like, hold on, somebody's walking over. Oh no, yo, it's two of the girls, or the half of the species confusing our world. If they choose you, it proves you're mature to the world. Fingers crossed in my pocket foot's moving the dirt. You see, you're never sure whether they're going to smile or bite you. They walk right over like they're ready to fight you. They both look at me and say, Jessica likes you. My mind goes, no, my mouth's like, all right, cool. You let me tell you about Jessica Brown. Every single maths lesson I've been checking her out. Something in her eyes makes my chest want to shout, and that freckle by the neck of her blouse, I'm like, wow. Turns out she'd been checking me too. And though I never asked her out, she'd been expecting me to. So just for good measure, extra pressure to boot. Now my penalty's up, but I'm already to shoot. At this point, I know I'm supposed to follow them. And if anyone's got kissing techniques, I want to borrow them. I can't swallow them the possible horror of tomorrow. If I get it wrong, it's going to be hollow. I can't breathe. Man, it'd be worse if I run, so I can't leave. And I've got no control over the bones in my knees. My friends are egging me on, telling me, you can't leg it. If you run now, then you'll regret it, believe. Next thing I know, we're in the middle of the park. Her friends and my friends watch from afar. Neither one of us is even sure where to start. Stars are coming out, the whole park's getting dark. She looks at me. My mind goes numb. And I try and fight the urge to just pull her hair and run. Next thing I know, her tongue's touching my tongue and I'm not sure if I'm doing it right, but I'm like, nice one. For some reason, I'm closing my eyes. The whole park melts and we're frozen in time. Her hand's on my shoulder, I'm holding the side. Then my hand goes down, slowly strokes her behind. I don't know why, what a joker am I? Oh no, my mind, something's poking her thigh. It's not how it's supposed to unfold, I won't lie. But she's holding me tight just to show me it's fine. This girl is wicked. And I wish we could kiss forever. I hear my name and I try not to listen. Open my eyes, I'm in the fetal position. On my bed, age 10, not even dreaming of kissing. Even getting into my clothes feels like a mission, but I smell fried dumpling from down in the kitchen. No television in my room like I'm wishing, but there's football to play to the park's my decision. Mom shouts up, I hope you got your vest on. And even though I know that I don't, I'm like, yes, mom. I know now it's better never to test mom. Forget TV detectives, believe she's the best one. I can't stop mom, kickoffs at two. But come back after seven, you catch a lick off my shoe. I smile as I leave. Rally burn up the street. Too dumped in a meeting, too quickly to chew. <coughs> Welcome back to this week-long 40-a-side grudge match. The score is 34-all. Steve gets the ball out on the right. 
Cuts back inside, square ball to John. John goes to turn, the crowd shouts, Man on! Pass back to Steve, who lets loose a shot you won't believe. Top right-hand corner out of goalkeeper's reach. The team goes mad. Pile on! Behind the goal, man. What's the time? 20 to 9. I'm like, oh. Poo. Racking my brain for an excuse. Even though it's no use, I still choose to make one. Mum will take none, but I've got to say something. Close the front door, can still smell the dumpling. I can't see Mum, so I dump my stuff. Just enough time to make tea and butter her up. What time do you call this? I don't reply, just act surprised and close my eyes to get licked. But the licks don't come. I stand struck dumb, count down from five to one, then I slowly open my eyes. To my surprise, I stand dressed smart, I'm now 21. Well done, son. Mom gives me a hug. Young man's grown up, graduated and done. She wears the best clothes and I don't suppose she knows her son owes the man ten grand for fun. But right now it doesn't matter. She's sat chatting with Jess's mum and dad over a cold platter. They're all laughing how we're still together. As we sit to the side with our wine, they get leathered. She looks amazing. Better than I ever remember in those lessons when she drove me crazy. She looks at me a little nod for maybe. It's time we should tell them that we're having a baby. Open my eyes, I'm 29, and my eight-year-old son wants to learn how to rhyme. Standing at the foot of our bed and off the top of his head, he spits a flow show in perfect time, and you know that deserves a smile. All right, let's get dressed, brush your teeth, and we'll work on style. Get your clothes on, and don't forget your vest, lad. And even though I know that he won't, he's like, yes, dad. A cup of tea in my mug that says, best dad. More rhymers in the house, that'll be driving Jess mad. But she just smiles as she sips the tea. And as I tickle her feet, he comes back with his best pad. Right. First thing you must observe, the time. A good flow is like a fossil. It preserves the time. And the only thing a worth you can learn from mine is that the spaces between words deserve to shine. you got to find your own style, son. And if the flow feels right to you, the rhyme's done. Sometimes looking back in time is good, because some things don't change as you find what you love. Speak what you know. Breathe deep as you flow. Some people are going to bite you to keep the light down. And they can say what they like. But when you're gripping a mic, you make sure that you're right for right now. Nice one. I never know how to start or end them. I don't really give them names until they need names. And, um, you know, banter's not really my strong point on stage. I mean, on the street, I'm banter boss. That doesn't... That's, okay, we'll cut that out. We'll probably do what we'll do is just cut all this out. So in between, you can just skip to the tracks. I don't like doing things again and again and again, so I'm doing all this in one take, and if I mess up, I'll have to go all the way back to the beginning. That's just how I'm built. Right, so next is me imagining I could do a lot, being my cousin who is, how should we put it, he's more likely to smash furniture. And um, I've always found that fascinating. I'm capable of smashing stuff. I just don't know if I've got it in me to actually smash a table. And that's what I was thinking about. So that was off of... Um, <laughs> you see how slick that was? <laughs> I always remember... I'm, I'm pulling back the curtain now, but I always remember the first time we did a, a big radio interview is with Zane Lowe and it was yeah. pre-recorded and he's like blah blah blah, blah. thou shalt always kill so guys what? and he's like Yo, it was gonna he was though, without a breath and me and Dan were like this dude's amazing 
<laughs> and then I've just tried to do that and we've giggled at each other. Sorry, man, it's my fault. Was... I'm just not slicking off. I much... genuinely thought about doing that on the drive here. I was like, we're both going to laugh. This is just going to be fun. But, um, <laughs> so the way the, the, that album came about, yeah, and it was, it was good for both of us, because I'm the same. I'd have people say for ages, are you going to record a spoken word album? And I'd be like, the most spoken word I've re- heard recorded in studios Sounds boring as fuck, man. It doesn't do it for me. It's why I've always worked over music, because I grew up on rap. I didn't grow up on spoken word. And live ones can be good, but it's very dependent on the situation yeah, of the live. Yeah, a good and, one. Yeah, you? it's hit and miss. So the thing we came up with was kind of, are you like, look, I'll put, I'll put the kids to bed, I'll make a cup of tea, yeah. and then I'll sit down and I'll go through as many of my poems as I can remember. <laughs> and it became At Home With Polar, which, again, we've now got on the web store, as digital downloads. Oh, sweet, nice. So, um, speech development records dot com. And yeah, we just kind of it could have come out so differently. My my thing was, I like I I need like a, a bit of a challenge. And yeah. When there's no one there, it's just me. My challenge was, I'm only allowed to do what I can do in one take. Yeah. And remember, yeah. So it could have been. There was a. I remember finishing and then I sent it to you, going, "Oh, what about that one?" And there's yeah. a couple more. I was like, "Nope." That's what you set yourself and you kind of did it. And it was weirdly it. fun because you I, get into the... I love how much it made sense to both of us, even though it's a really weird concept. Yeah, as soon as yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, Rob Alton has done an at-home yeah, with saw, Rob recently. It's amazing. But I had to explain it for about 10 minutes. And he's like, so where are we recording now? I was like, I'm just dropping some mics around. I dropped this kit I've got here. I put it in his living room. And literally, like you hear on a recording, I set it rolling. And then you hear me walk out the front door. And he just sat down and went. But it took ages to kind of explain that. Because again, you've got that thing of an album's an album. Yeah. It's an album, man. Yeah. There's, there's there's production. There's this. That. It's like no. This is. It's got to fit. It doesn't right? have to be. Exactly. It's got to. It's got. It's got to fit. Yeah. And I think you know, someone like Rob is amazing because like I've 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 done gigs with Rob in weird places like we've done gigs. Yeah. Right? And I've seen him before, like kind of unsure. But then the second he goes on, yeah, he's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. And he'll do it. And what happens is, some people come, some people don't go, but but everybody. No one questions, yeah, because it's like I'm just I'm I'm doing what I'm doing, and I think that there's that, there's something about performance that I've always struggled with and wrestled with the inherent neediness of it, yeah, right, which is like right I do need you, yeah, I'm just talking I need you to kind of kind of listen, yeah, and it's like that always just irked me slightly. It's probably why I've never once run over yeah. my time slot, and then whenever I could, I'd do less. Again, it's another. Th- thing that we connected on is yeah. we're the only two that would rather do less like, than, yeah. do, I remember latitude and going like right can we can we just is it, we've run over a bit someone's been taking liberties which is very sp- spoken word yeah, and very yeah. hosting in spoken word where it's like let's, it's would meant to be a two mind? minute thing exactly. I'll just do a couple of pieces Gee, of mine to, to warm them up it's like fuck off mate yeah mate do you know what I mean you brought into anybody it's like does anyone mind doing it like, like bam hand yeah. up like yeah mate I'll, I'll do a short set I'll do half as much time yeah right, and then kind of looking at me and I'm going wicked and then trying to play it out like, you know, like I was slightly martyry or whatever, but in my brain going, nice one. Just get I to do just, it. I can do it. Be and on my I, way and, and watch and enjoy. People. Exactly. It's, it's interesting with Rob because he's someone that you told me is great. Mm-hmm. And again, I take your view as a yeah. seriously because we will also tell people if we think or yeah. tell each other if we yes, think exactly. someone's shit. So, yeah. so when you're like, this guy's really good. I was like, all right. And I went to see him at Bang Said The Gun. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's amazing because his character is on from the start that awkwardness that nerves and it was literally a year or so later i realized that that's not a character that's rob i thought this was one of the most beautifully amazingly conceived thing of his kind of awkwardness and nervousness beforehand and then 
because that happens on stage as well and it's beautiful and it's part of the way he writes even there's yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. there's a hesitation in in things but that I was like wow this is this is amazing and it wasn't until I said I got to know him that he's like I, I remember bumping into him at his, his, his fringe show this year and yeah. every show he did was rammed yeah. and it was amazing and but I remember seeing him find and he was an absolute mess because he was like I've done some gigs and they've not worked. His yeah, confidence yeah, yeah. was knocked. I, I wanted him on the podcast, in fact, at that point. Mm-hmm. And he said no, because he was like, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm a good person to, to be on the podcast yeah. at the moment because I don't, I'm not sure I believe in it all yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. And it blew my mind because yeah, he's course, one of my favorite f- f- for one hour shows. I think yeah. he's the only person every, a one hour show of his I've seen, yeah. I've seen more than once. Yeah, yeah. And I ain't that guy really. Yeah, I watch it and then I'll be like, right, that's cool. Even if I, I love it, that's an hour. Yeah, that's, man. It's, it's a lot of time. He's every one of his I've, I've managed to see. I've I've had to go and see it again. It's like anything with the. It's, it was so much fun to, when you find not fun. You know, I didn't discover him or whatever yeah. but for yourself. I mean, yeah, like completely. I'd never seen him before. The first thing kind of seen, I was like, I'm watching somebody being like hand led by an idea. Yeah. What's more exciting than watching somebody being led by an, and like that's the feeling like you always get from Rob is the sense of like the idea is leading and he's following it, finding things as he goes, and when it's time, the idea will let him go and he'll go into the and next one. And that's the beauty is it's following it relentlessly, and 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 he's a massive realization that it's not about. And this sounds like a dig now. Mm. It's not about this amazing idea. Mm. Like you're, I've never done a an hour one man show because mm-hmm. I've never had that one thing that will do it. But seeing Rob, it was like. Right, he's just picked the colour yellow, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. He'll now make a show out of that. It's not that he's got to come up with this amazing idea. He's his writing and his persona and his way. Yeah. That is the hour show. But the, the subject irony- is almost irrelevant yeah. in, in 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 the right context. That he's just right. I can now produce this. And-, and the irony being, right, once you choose anything, definitely, then things stick to conviction. So yeah. before you know it, everything is about yellow. Yeah, yeah. So everything that you're thinking about and all the stuff you didn't know you were thinking about comes right to the front and before you know it the relationship with between you and your stepdad is do you know what I mean and it's like yeah. that, that that's that these are things that you kind of learn through kind of doing and it's always the same thing every time I start a new thing right it's like right I have an idea straight after I have an idea for something my brain tells me it's shit yeah right okay right if I fight through that one I get to go a little bit further then my brain will tell me it's shit again yeah and you get you, you're <laughs> just trying to get to a point where it's like well, okay why isn't it shit why isn't it shit? Because, oh, shit. And then another thing pops in. Like, I'm in it as well. Yeah. It's not shit because of this. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. You gather enough of them and you kind of see it through. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, whether it's any of the stories, whether it's the books, whether it's these things or whether it's like spoken word pieces, it's like, right, why Why would I do it when I could just sit and watch, yeah. you know, The Shield or whatever? Yeah. Do, yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, that, it's that thing of like, okay, right, because I, I want to feel like, right, this needs, I need to, or I like, I really want this to be out. I want to know what you I was going to say, is the need there to get the feedback and the reaction as well? Because I think one of the, the weirdest things of writing can be that you get to a point where you don't know what is good. Yeah. So the only way to find that out really is to get yeah, it out there. And, and, and I've had that with pieces where I've put a track out and there's been a certain line that people have gone nuts over and I've yeah, been yeah. like, oh yeah, that yeah. is good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I didn't know that was, but that's, that's fucking, yeah, I'm a great writer. Yeah. Like, suddenly like, shit, I thought this was a throwaway thing and yeah. now it gives you that. So, so is that part of it to get that I validation so. or get I, that realisation? I, I of think what? when it's like, it's, it's, it's validation in the sense that it's like, right, yes, I want to know that I'm, I feel like I'm good at something. Yeah. But uh, more so, I think for me, it's a sense of like, right, I, now it's all kind of stick towards, but yes, I, I've, I've, it's like you said, you may have got um, Riz getting that email, right? Yeah. I, I, I get this email, I can I get an email, right? Yeah. And without wanting to name it, you'd be like, right, hi, my name's Emma, 
I'm yeah. like 16, I live in Croydon, whatever else. I yeah. go to the bookshop every Saturday. And I just like being in there. Like I run, and they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I always do. And I go around and I pick one, and I fit, the day I pick one, it's kind of like a pinky colour, and I pulled it out, and I had a look at it. I started reading. And next thing I knew, they were kicking me out at the end of the day. And I, I was like, right, I haven't got any money to buy this. So I went to my library, and I saw it in the library, and I took it out. I've taken it out six times now, right? This is, you've written my life. Yeah. And you're like, right. And, and, like they, and then it always ends with like an apology. Sorry to waste your time. I know you must be really busy. He left, right? I just cry, man. Can't yeah. help it. Yeah. You read it, you're like, what Beautiful. is what is there other than that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. sure there's anything. Yeah. That, do you know what I mean? It's like, right, you just punch me, literally punch me in the heart. You're like, right, yeah, I have to do more of this. Yeah. Because that's it's, what I would have done. If I had, had Google, yeah. I would have done that. There were people I wanted to just yeah. let know. Not to kind of like become chummy chummy with, but like, it's, right, I want you to know, mate, this, this has changed things for me. Whether yeah. it was an album, a film, whatever else. And it's just like, right, that's, that's, the, that's, that's what the validation is. Knowing that, yes, it's great if lots of people like it. Yes, it's great when people tell you it's kind of great. But when people tell you that what's happened is made them want to do something or to think about something, you're like, right. That you, you can't be. It's that thing to make you you realise that this stuff, as you said, that you're doing not not with an end goal, yeah. not with anything other than creating, is out there and doing a, yeah. something. And, and we're at a point where we came into the spoken word scene and kind of had our moment, you know, high up in the in the rankings, mm-hmm. like five six. A, a years ago now. You so it came thought- in 10 years ago and we're only around for a couple of years really. <laughs> but again, I have people and it, it blows my mind that there'll be a spoken word artist that I've watched or got into and they'll mm. be like, oh, the first thing I heard was let from God to man or yeah, this or yeah, that. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh shit, that's Good really, enough. that's kind of weird. It makes you feel old, but it makes you feel that all oh, that stuff where it was us messing around yep. as, as, as mid twenties or, or late twenties t- or whatever, it, it did mean something. Yep. And me- memories I've forgotten have meant something to, more to someone else than Com- it did to me at Completely. the time. And, you don't even, and that, that, that's only the that's only the, like the droplet of people who've actually get, got in touch. Yeah, yeah, There's all these other people, and it's like right. It's my cousin who used to say to me early on. I remember early on, like the first time, like a YouTube thing went up. Someone else had recorded it, and it was just on there. And the first, my cousin rang me up. He was like, "Saw you on the on the YouTube." I'm like, "All right, mate." He's like, "Yeah, that'll be there once you're dead." And I, kind of, I was like, "What is that? That'll be long long after you, the scrap heap of the yeah. internet." Right, see you later. Kind of left, and I kind of had a weird, like, horrible kind of feeling. Yeah, was that was a like, threat? Or? You know what I mean, what was that? What was that? It was a nice one, Dave. And then it, then it was like, then it became like, right, no, no, no. Here's this album that anyone could look at at any time. So yeah. I always, from that point on, I started thinking about everything as a time capsule. Yeah, it's like right, the things that I'd scripted. It's why, to be honest, I've like I, the other when we chatted. I remember chatting to you and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to craft, I'm going to write 10 minutes worth of stuff. Yeah. It's going to rock up to open mic and just sit with yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Tried, mate, couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it because that time capsule, that time, it feels like it's kind of gone. And I can write stuff. I could try and write stuff that's kind of smaller, but it always just, it now starts spreading out. I'm like, what if I could talk to this person you, about this You character? found how you write and yeah, how you create, it just, I, I just, I just, I like we did that at one point, didn't we? You, me. Kate Tempest and I yeah. think Berkovich all yeah. shared an open mic slot. Yeah, we did. It was at Banks of the Gun. But, which again, it gave us a moment to feel like the all stars of, of the poetry scene because we'd all, we'd all <laughs> we gone off like and doing other things. We did a tiny bit each. And again, I was the same. I was like, I'm going to try this out. It's going to be amazing. I tried it out. I felt nothing afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Already because it wasn't that craft thing. It's, in, it's, it's different uh, 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 ways of writing. I always remember doing a gig with Luke Wright. Mm-hmm. And he got up, and before he was doing this piece, he was like, oh, this is a first draft, blah, 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 blah. And he did his thing, and then I was up next, and I got up, and I was 
I started to say, oh, this is a first draft, and I couldn't get that out <laughs> without laughing, because I was like, the idea of me doing a first draft is crazy, or performing a first draft, rather, I guess, that if I'm up there, that's, that's it. If it works, I'll be doing that for fucking years. <laughs> you won't be able to stop hearing that shit. If it doesn't work, I'll forget about it, and it won't be a thing. And yeah. it's, it's as simple as that. There's yeah. not that mentality of... But it's, um, it's, it's different, isn't it? It's different, for, and there are people, I think, who like who kind of grew up with something like people like him like they kind of grew up and there were people they looked at who they kind of yeah. emulating and they're kind of like looking at it and it's like right it was the process and that was all all part of it and that's what we were, I always I used to feel slightly guilty sometimes actually because we turn up to these things and we were like you know without wanting to we were like like the slightly tougher kids in school or yeah, something so yeah, it's like yeah, right yeah. which is always hilarious but it's like right you're sitting there and it's like right but it's also very easy you forget. That can be quite intimidating sometimes yeah, to people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're a big lad, right? So, so it's one of the words where it's like, right, we go there and it's like, right. And I, I learned that it, my immediate response to something that, that I didn't understand, which shouldn't be like, what the bloody hell, what kind of yeah. thing? It's like, no, no, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. not for me. It's like, it's for different straights, different folks. Yeah. But that took ages, man. Yeah. That took ages because a lot of my default settings are defensive because I grew up thinking that's what you had to justify everything. Like you say, Completely. what show my. Show my no, mate. Yeah. If I'm if it's I'm speaking done. it to if I'm speaking it to you, it's a nugget. Like it or lump yeah. it, we'll move on. If you don't like it, if, fuck you. you know I'm, I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> you know but you're the one in the wrong ear. Or if I speak it, it, it I don't like the sound of it coming out of my mouth. I might even just stop halfway through and go, "Nah, I'm not having that." Yeah, I'm and then do something that. else. But it's like this. It, anything's fine. Everything's kind of fine. But it's just it's hilarious that I, I what I've now I've arrived at a place for my in my own work where like it's. There are core values of that that feel like they're still there in the sense yeah. of like, right, if I believe something, you're not going to convince me otherwise. But also, like, I'm just, the more, the fun of me is it not being polished. It's the openness, yeah, yeah, not yeah. being kind of finished. Like this yeah. thing here tonight, it's like, right, I know, I don't, I know what I want to, ha- what's going to happen, but I don't know what I'm going to say exactly. Yeah. And it's like, man, that brought back the kind of fight or the kind of nerves that had kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah, watered away. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I, I always remember you, you're saying early on, it's again, it's it's something that's, that's that's stuck with me. Is when you're writing or creating, as I mean, you try and think, how would I feel if my boys from back home walked in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would I be embarrassed of what I'm doing? And would yeah, I think, yeah. oh fuck, they've, they've seen me in this in, again in a wine bar or whatever else? And would they be like, the yeah. fuck, Stephen, doing yeah, what, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? So is <laughs> is that like something that still motivates you? And then I kind of want to get into. To back home, yeah. to growing up in okay, the Midlands, well, and oh, well, it, that's the funny thing. Like that's gone from being feeling like a strength to a genuine weakness, right? To now at a point where like whatever I'm doing, I know that they're they're with me, so they're kind of yeah. almost with me because I don't do what they're yeah. familiar to them or well, whatever else. Yeah, so and again, right, that's a good thing, right? That's, you know I mean? that's the excitement. Oh, exactly. He's doing that. He's exactly. doing he's that. I wouldn't paint. He's just come yeah. back from New Zealand. Go on, Stevie. They don't know, yeah. but they like so. But to start with, completely. You know yeah, I mean, from the first gig that I, I, I made a friend come with me because I didn't have a clue what it was. Yeah, if he hadn't have been there, I wouldn't have gone on for sure. So, and then, so, so what was the first gig? It was, so in was a comedy it some club. kind of open mic. It was or? in a comedy club. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know at the time, but it was a slam. Right. Before I went, I didn't know it was this packed out comedy club, Glee Club in Birmingham. Yeah. Right. I get in there. You got to put your name in a hat. I've been calling myself Polar Bear a little bit. Yeah. He was like Polar Bear's shit name. Polar Bear Ninja Man. That's what he called himself. I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, trust me. Had a couple drinks put it in the hat, first out, I get up, do this story, it was about, actually at the time, it was about, have, have found out that um, there might be, a, yeah, I might be leaving, I want to leave a place, it was about just leaving a place, got up, did it, sat down, and he was like, yeah, fair play, cool, we thought we were done, Yeah. right, we were sitting, but we were wedged in, because it's rammed, and then there's these three people, 
So he judges, they hold up these numbers. And he's looking at me, he's like, what's that, is that like swimming or that diving or whatever? And I'm like, right. It's all right. He's like, okay, cool, decent score. The guy's like, right, right, okay. Big guy gets up, doesn't have all this crazy rant about killing people while he's shopping. I'm like, what the hell is this? What, we've got to get out. We can't get out. We're stuck. Half time, we'll go. Don't worry, half time. Through to the next round. Da, 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 and Paul Ben Ninja, he's like, you sit down. You can win something. I've seen it as prizes, right? <laughs> more drinks. Do you get up and do that? Win a phone. Right, didn't have a, like, won a phone, right? And he, I remember coming out and, right, I'm, I'm, and I'm going, what was that? He's like, I don't know, mate, but you won a phone. Yeah. Right? That's proper. You got a 20 quid. Yeah. Like, I won 20 quid. You got a Chinese. We sat on the bullring steps. And he's like, right, I don't know what this is. You're doing this again. Yeah. Let's find it out. And then the geezer sent me an email and invited me to Glastonbury, 2005. Did my research in between that. And it's like, right, this does not look like my thing at all, man. This is like angry political or like relationship difficulties like venting soapbox stuff what the yeah. hell and he, he, they wouldn't come with me okay right I can, what's my version of it wrote a couple of stories that rhymed went and then literally in the most cliche way one thing led to another yeah. I'm on a tour I'm getting picked to do longer things and whatever else and then it's a thing but like it, it always at that point was like in the back of my mind right if Andy was here yeah, right. what would he and to, think? don't be wrong man Andy would come all the way through Andy would come to the gigs and I would see him trying his hardest <laughs> not to leave yeah yeah do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like, yeah. like he's like even when like, I'm like he's like he's like when you on or how many times yeah. does someone say when you on and I'm like I think I'm on near the end he's like okay, <sighs> might go get some food yeah and he'd go and he'd come back he's like you on yet have you been on yet he's just hoping that he yeah, wouldn't yeah, have to, yeah, like, have to sit just, through the not actual. because he thought it, was, it just didn't make sense to him and it made him nervous yeah. it's, it's, it's a weird thing and particularly back then you've nailed it there that it was either posh kind yeah. of a, a literature students mm -hmm. tr tr doing translations or doing these incredibly intense bits that I might not be able to get my head around or it was very much working class still angry at Thatcher yeah. Um, yeah. kind of ranting and it was like where does that yeah, yeah, yeah. at that point there didn't seem to be this thing in between and that's changed now now Completely. the spoken word scene is so broad and so so a welcoming of, of all things I remember and I think again I think Kate's a massive influence on that because I remember seeing her at gigs and people turning their n nose up mm. uh, stumbling on stage with a bag of beers mm. kind of had <laughs> <laughs> a few drinks and then doing this amazing piece referencing group mythology and all yeah. this other stuff and them going oh shit yeah 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 this is alright I, you know? I, I remember at, at Latitude once I was saying to someone, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for, for Kate Tempest to go on. And they were like, is that the... Something like the little boy off the working... Or, off the estate. Or something like that. It was something... Yeah. And Latitude can be a bit snooty. Yeah. And she went on and destroyed the whole tent. Yeah. And has, has obviously headlined there and done amazing things. And that was an important thing, to break that up. To go, it's not... It doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. It's... It's literally, it's, it's spoken word. It's, it's, it's why that's the term I prefer to poetry or anything else, because yeah, it's just words, words being spoken, right? It's so, it's so fucking literal. But it just means, that, like, I think what, what you kind of respond to, and I'm thinking about, like, kind of where I come from, where I kind of grew up with. Yeah. Like, I grew up around talkers. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't like they were... So who was that? Was, was that people like, in your, in your so, yeah, family, so family, in the so kitchen, family, in the dinner so, table? Yeah, so my family come from Ireland and Jamaica. Yeah. On my, my mum's side, the side that is Birmingham and what I kind of grew up with. We yeah. all lived in the same house for a long time. Cousins and auntie and uncles all crammed in before people could afford to buy their own places or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. My dad's side of the family were English and miners from Yorkshire. And that kind of like, when they kind of, my folks split up, that kind of, they kind of went away basically. Yeah. So, so the family I grew up with were my Jamaican grandparents and some Irish cousins. 
and it was just people around the house just talking all yeah. the time like but talking in a way that like like my nan would hold like 20 people in the kitchen while yeah, she yeah, was doing yeah. something else with her back to them yeah with some story about you know some german priest offering to like leave the church and marry her on the boat over. Right, right. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. But it, you could feel the magic of it then. Yeah. Right, but it never felt like it was never. A, she's not got a mic. Do. She's not even turned round you know I mean? to she's, face she's, her she's audience. Not, she's, 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 and we do it, and it was that. It was that level of like <laughs> right, and because they're in it. Like my uncle, like talking about the night before, and you know that thing when people do, your mates do it, man. He's like, so I've gone up to him. And yeah. it's not past tense, it's not present tense, or it's like, what are they <laughs> there? And like, the point intense. where you're like, wait, easy, you're not there now, yeah, don't hit yeah, me, yeah, like yeah. Thing. But being in it, yeah. and that is something that like, I always found kind of mesmerising. And then it was like, right. But then suddenly so way later, when stuff stuck, when I've, I've been writing rhymes and whatever else, but it was never, performance was never part of it. We used to make yeah. music so we didn't have to go out yeah, in yeah, trouble, yeah, basically. Yeah. So it's like, we never thought about doing gigs. But then when I started doing spoken word stuff, it became clear to my head, it was like, right, all these things that are coming out are relating back to that time because it's like, right, that's what I grew up with, surrounded by it. And that's without thinking about like music and me yeah. like, falling in love with hip-hop and the rest yeah. of it. It's like, right, I just grew up and it's always a celebration. And it was always this sense of like, right, right, it all made sense, but it would always stay with you afterwards. Like, these stories yeah. that they'd tell, it'd be like, right, it wasn't like... It, there, were, there was different ways of being kind of like clever, different ways of being nuanced and kind of layered, I think. And that's what I always hoped. From that moment when I kind of trigged that it, it was like a homage to where I was from and who I was from. Yeah. I was like, right, what do I want to do? I want to tell stories cool. I like rhyming. So most of them rhyme at this point in time, right? Okay. What is it? Oh, I want it to make sense. I want yeah. to look at me and go, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember I that. I want that. it to be the same. I want us to be talking and me get up and it's just the same, more crafted. And then, but then I want you to go like, later on and go, I want you to think about yourself. I want you to leave going, yeah, I remember my, your version of whatever I've said. That's what's exciting. Yeah. Because that means that there's like a, there's an impact, there's a resonance with it, but it's also, it's not about impressing yeah it's about hopefully a kind of a connecting thing you know did you have to have that conversation with yourself early on to kind of talk yourself into it because talking yourself in, in into rapping mm-hmm. it's fucking easy you've mm-hmm. grown up loving rappers loving rap yeah, yeah it's not a problem you've not grown up loving spoken word artists no. and things like that so did you have to kind of go that is all right, and, and justify it to yourself in some way. I was doing that for like five years. Though. Yeah, I mean, because I like it wasn't until the end of that first gig where the geezer came up. He's like, "Come Glastonbury," and I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, I love that, that you got booked for Glastonbury yeah, off your first spoke, open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, no, but don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Joke. Yeah, I milk it now, but it's like, but that's when he said spoken word, and I was like, I literally said, "What's that?" Yeah. Anyway, it's what you've just done, and I was like, "All right, okay." So like, but then and then and then on the back of Glastonbury, I came back and like I'd never been to a festival at that point. Yeah, I was barefoot like, against all advice. I was barefoot for three days, like, walking around like some kind of weird hobbit. Right? I met Jamie. I met Inua. I met yeah. Burko then. Yeah, right? I remember. I got memories of. I recorded us. I had like a dictaphone. Something told me to take a dictaphone, and I've got a recording of the four of us underneath a big like, privet frog. Amazing. I'd never had a man. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm a city kid, right? Yeah. I've never once been in a space where there was nothing around you. Yeah. I just hadn't. Yeah. And it changed me. And I came back and I was temping at the time, like in the law courts. I was like, quit. Oh, wow. No one gave a shit. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah, leaving. Yeah. Right. And then my sister was like, what are you going to do now? And I literally. Who was, was that guy? Back, yeah. <laughs> was, exactly. Who was I don't he? know, but he's just quit. So. He's rubbish at data entry. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think when I came home to my, I remember my sister, she was like back from college. I remember, like, she was watching, whatever she watched, it's one of them antique shows. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, I quit. And she's like, why have you quit? What are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And genuinely, it's like, unbelievable. The phone rang oh, wow. that afternoon, and it was a geezer called Russell 
from Apples and Snakes. And he's yeah. like, right, I saw you at Glastonbury uh, last month. We're organising a tour. We're picking an artist from each region around the UK. We're going to commission you to write a 10-minute piece. Um, and then we're going to tour it round. And I'm like, what you, are you up for it? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, oh, here's, we're going to pay you this much to write it. And then you get this much per gig. And obviously, obviously all expenses yeah. are kind of paying. And he's like, Would you, is that something you... I'm like, one second. What the fuck? I remember going, yeah. Jen, Jen, Giza wants to pay me. <laughs> and I remember going, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll maybe you could email me, please. Yeah. Uh, maybe could, it's like, bomb hung up. And it was like, what? And then I, that was a massive moment for me. Because it's like, right, okay. It's cool. The word we were given was exposed. And I was like, right, this is going to be the best thing anyone's ever fucking heard. Yeah. And, I remember, and luckily which isn't always the case, an idea came quite quickly. Yeah. So I had the time to kind of craft it. So I wrote a thing about me and my cousin, actually, how, like, it was, as far as the family were concerned, because I was the first one to go uni, so I couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't do anything yeah. right. Yeah. And the fucked up thing was, the stuff I was getting up to was way worse than the stuff. And it was that yeah. thing of, like, family, you know, misperceptions or kind of pride or whatever else. And wrote that, was really pleased with it. And that's when I met David, David J. Right, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm on yeah. tour with David, who I'd heard on the radio, Yes, and then that was really important for me because that meant that it wasn't not that we're, David and I are from the same place, but we have we had enough shared interests yeah. that meant that I was like, again. He okay, right, comes from more of a rap thing. He doesn't come from no, a he literature was a rapper, thing. Man, he was a yeah. rapper, so that gives you that comfort completely. And he was just like he was safe and he was so talented. And it was that thing of like right, okay, right. Not now. And he was a performer as yeah, well, exactly, so that would have been a good thing to see early mate, on. Someone who's not just getting up and reading. Yeah. Here, here is my poem. Listen, we're in room. Yeah. wherever right in a bed and breakfast three in the morning we're right i'm writing rhymes with david J. Yeah. to a youtube track or whatever and it's like and what was nice about it was it wasn't just about like oh, okay i'm allowed to do it he was like i want to be good at this because yeah. i fucking want i want this guy to think i'm good at this and it's like right bam so that's important as well i think that sense of like right talk about convincing yourself should i be doing this that was one of those moments where he's like right no i want to be good at this and then yeah. it was like right bam and then just a whole lot of stuff started coming out yeah and that were there with and then People start recording it. It's timing, man. Yeah. And at the time, not many people were telling, like, overtly telling stories, I don't think, so no. much. Do you know what I mean? It's why it's so fun. With the, the first time I saw you with the hats, man. Yeah. It was like, it's a story. And people are eating. I'm like, Doing characters. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, but it's, it was that thing where it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't highbrow, but the, it was more than, it was more than just an, the emotion of anger or whatever else. Yeah. It, was, it was something that was crafted that gave you that with people to hold on to and that you thought about afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And that as a skill... I think it's still something now that people, some people have, some people don't. And no matter how loud you are, without it, you never really get me. Yeah. I think, I think Apples and Snakes, it's key to give them a lot of love and shout outs. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've said that I've got a good, good work ethic. And again, I think that's one of the things that has given me a career above yeah. anything else. There's some, I've managed You're to right land some stuff well, that's, <laughs> yeah, but again, the work ethic is a key thing. But a lot of people don't have that. So whilst I never did, any apples and snakes tours it was because i was someone who'd go right i like, had to book a tour yeah, i'll book a tour i'll do this whereas a lot of spoken word artists won't and apples and snakes took people like yourself mm-hmm. david J, kate tempest all um, um, endless london, different people outside of london going yeah. right we're going to take you on the road and we're going to pay you and you're going to earn money yeah. and it took that risk away because i think the the thing again it all comes back to the show you're doing now and mm. what we've talked about the whole thing time there's there's tons of things to scare you off of doing things. Go, yeah. right, well, I can't really go and do a gig in Leeds because that yeah, will cost. Yeah, I need yeah. to get to Leeds and all this. So, so someone going, oh, no, that's not a problem. Yeah. Now why can't Completely. Like, Completely. Like, 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 like removing 
are, are your excuses, and that's what apples and snakes really did early on to just go. Yep. No, you can. We'll you get you there. It. We'll get you there. We'll pay for your food, and yeah. we'll give you some money on top of that. The tricky thing, I guess, is the flip side of that coin, which is kind of like you see, I see a lot of is that sense of all right. If if, if if that happens on the back of you, like making a decision and grafting, yeah, it's one thing. If you're 18 and the first thing that you write that happens for you, yeah. Without even wanting to, that's what your bar is. Yeah. And so the it's next week, when there's nothing that, right. there, you're like, right. And then you start the entitlement. A, a what's is gone a poison. wrong? There's a poison, right? So it's yeah. like, right. So it's that thing. I was always, it was a thing where I would always try and measure it in a sense of like, right, if I, I would just go, if I, if I met you after a gig and we're talking, and you're like, you know, people, I'm, I run a night, will you come? Will yeah. you come? And you'd be like, yeah, I will. And you it's come. It's one of the bits of advice I always give to spoken word artists is just go to open mics because it's yeah, the yeah. most inbred scene in that yeah, way. There's yeah, all, yeah. everyone who's, at a spoken word gig is thinking about writing yeah, or yeah, they yeah. already write and run something yeah, so yeah, yeah it's that mad interaction but yeah so if someone's out after a gig asking you it just it, mean, it, mean, it means that I think there's, there's something to be like you can't it's just talking so yeah. you can't expect the world like on a plate so it's like right yes you might get a gig early on when you're paid wicked you might do it for free you might be in a pub right if you don't embrace all of that yeah you're going to sink it's, it's all of it it's, it's knowing are you, are you, your worth but then also remembering of what you're doing yeah that you're just speaking you're just and, and I've had that with with best of all and camp best of all I've gone to book people yeah and it's someone who hasn't even blown up that yeah. much yet but it's got a bit of heat and they've got an agent and their agent's like oh no I need a this amount and I've offended people because I don't I get my budget yeah for like example of best of all I get my budget I don't pay myself I divide it up yeah here's my headliners here's yeah. this so yeah. it's not negotiable no. if you want more money I have to take it off someone else yeah so I'd have these agents or whatever trying to hardball me, and I'd be like, "All right, no, it's cool. I'll leave it." And they'll be like, "Okay, okay, we'll have a good time." No, 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 because equally, if that's that person's value, I don't want to devalue them. If if I don't want them to feel that I'm saying, "Oh, you ain't shit." Do you know what I mean? I was like, "I'd rather walk away." So, so so I've had a few people who kind of had originally hit me up to play that I've then been like, "All right, no, no, we'll leave that because that's not how it works." That thing. So it's it's finding the. The balance, though, because equally, if you're doing a headline tour, mm-hmm. then you should be being paid yeah, the, the right amount of all the people in that room. Uh, you should be making the most. But it's not hard the, to see the, the scale, the, is it? The promoter shouldn't. The venue shouldn't. Sh- you should know your worth and go. I'm, I'm putting these. I should be making the most. It doesn't have to be ten times more. It yeah, could yeah. be a quid more, but I should be getting that no, highest cut. So, and the trick is, but the scale is pretty obvious, right? The, whether it to, to do with just like you know experience or numbers or whatever else, it's like yeah. right. Just, but you should start on a level of like, right, not expecting. So it's like, yeah, right, completely. then you, you judge it on him. But it's, you know. It's why on the spoken word, I've never had an agent. I've got an agent for live, because again, yeah. that's different if you're getting tour vans and everything else, there's expenses. Whereas on spoken word, I have to be able to go, like, do I fancy that? Yeah, completely. And, 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 or, or again, read them a bit and go, I mean, I do this for free, but they've clearly got a bit of money. Yeah. I should be getting a bit of that yeah, money. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and finding that. So it's not as simple as on, again, like, like when you're in a band, it's completely legit. If you've yeah. played for a certain amount, if you start to play for less, then that can get, do you know what I mean? It can yeah, look completely. like it can, can lower your, your worth or value. So that's, that's a valid thing. But, but yeah, for me, if it's, it's just, if it's just a, a rocking up and talking, yeah. you've got to be the flexibility. Yeah, you'll be right. You've got to be the flexibility. There's not going to be a big loss. Um, Let's start to wrap things up. I want to talk quickly of of the middle point. All right. We've talked about hearing stories in the kitchen, going into to, to rapping, mm-hmm. stumbling into to, to, to something you later find out to be called spoken word. Yep. And we've talked about the full shows. Yep. 
there's a big chunk in the middle where you're an incredibly successful novelist. <laughs> well, let's, let's touch on that. Eh? Touch on I mean, you've done good again. Right. A, a, a lot right. of a lot of people in the spoken word scene get poached to write books, and whether it be a collection or anything else, and yeah, yeah. no dig to anyone, but a lot of them end up doing what is known as as, as vanity publishing, yeah. where it is it's kind of a paid for yourself. It's not. It is what it is. You've got yeah. a book, but have you got a book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've made a book. It's tricky, cool. isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and again, it's as valid because you'll sell them at gigs and it's this and that, but you've not as Polar Bear mm-hmm. as Stephen Camden. You've yeah. you've, you, you, you've written, or t- t- two have been released, right? You've yeah. got a third on its way. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's right. Is that the case? And yeah, so how's how's that been and how did that all come about? And how yeah. comfortable like, were you again? Like everything else, right, that, 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 that just has gone gone to kind of validate in my sense that I'm kind of like, a, I'm a wanderer who's like, wants to tidy his room by the end, but like, yeah. kind of like, we'll go off tangents. It was like, I was at a gig. I was at a gig with uh, Laura, Laura Dockrell, yep. good friend. Right? Mate, Love mate, Laura. Yeah, friends from early on, right? Yeah. So we're there and she could tell, I'm sitting there and at this point, I'm just, I'd, I'd been doing stuff for a while. I was thinking about longer stories. It just felt like spoken word to me was like a thing where I would, I was doing it when I was asked, but my brain was thinking about stories with more depth, just wanting yeah. something bigger. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there, she's like, you don't want to be here, do you? And I'm like, no, not really. She's like, what do you want to be doing? Go on, tell me right now. If you could be doing anything, what would you be doing? I was like, you know what? I'll be writing stories for myself at 13. They're like, what kind of stories? I'm like, stories? She's like, what books? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, well, what's your agent doing? I'm like, what? So what's your agent doing about that? I was like, I ain't got an agent. She's like, what are you talking about? Hold on. Texted her agent there and then, <laughs> put her phone down. We're watching the next person. I love Polar Bear stuff. Do you want to come and see me tomorrow? I'm like, are you joking? Amazing. That's how arbitrary something like that is. What? Yeah. This is how little I know. So it's like that kind of sense of me wandering and not caring about these things has hindered me in some ways. Yeah. But it's led to these kind of moments that are annoying. Then you're like, right, okay, so I'll go and meet her agent. She's like, what do you want to write about? And I said, well, is this... She's like, tell me your ideas. I'm like, well... I went to my mum's house recently, found a tape of me r- rhyming to myself in the future. And I was like, imagine what, if, if, I could have, if I could say one thing to myself then, what would I have said? I don't want to write like a, what's that film? There's a film with like Jim Kvizel in where, the, no, it's a frequency, there's a film where they talk to each other through yeah, radio. Yeah, That's not what I'm talking radio, about. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to hear, I wanted to hear at 13, if I'd have heard one thing that would have changed my life, what would it have been? And I want to write about a, a girl now finding a tape. And they're connected. She's, he's, he's her dad, but she doesn't realise and did it, all this kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. right. She's like, okay, go write 20 pages. And, I'm like, and I left. And I'm like, but is she my agent? No, I don't know what the hell. So I was like, bam. And that was a similar thing with the exposed thing, yeah. with the David J. Tour. It's like, right, this is going to be wicked. Yeah. Sit, write, write 20 pages, send it to her, right? And then I remember really clearly getting an email back from her going, like, right, these are the people I'm going to send it to. Is this okay? I read enough all these publishers. And yeah. I'm like, top of the list was a publisher who published... Um, a writer called Jenny Valentine, who wrote a book called uh, Broken Soup, which was uh, for te- you know for teenagers, whatever yeah. that means. And I'd loved it. Yeah. So the first people we're meeting are the people who published that, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's fine with me. Yeah. Playing it cool. We sit down. We she's like, right, we got all these meetings set up. All these people want to meet you. Um, first people up are Harper Collins, and I'm like, okay, wicked, right? We're meeting them. She's like, right, play it cool. When they come in, they're going to talk. They're going to talk about what they think. Da-da-da. We'll get a lot more people to meet. Yeah. We're not going to make any decisions now, leave. So they come in, they talk, and they're talking about this idea, like, not me, yeah. Polar Bear. They're talking about an idea for this story that I've had, and like my mind went nuts. I held it down, but I'm like, they're talking about an idea. Yeah. And it became so clear that it's like, right, it's not, I don't want it to be about me. Yeah. I want it to be about the idea. And they left, and I'm like, please, Catherine, please. please. They're like, she's like, chill, 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 Play, chill. Cool. We've got to meet them next week. Yeah. Going to Birmingham that day for the weekend, 
on the way up, she's like, okay, I get an email from her. This is a bit unusual. This doesn't normally happen. They've done what's called a preempt. They want to offer you some money uh, to write the book, but not to speak to anybody else. And I'm and I'm and they don't offer you this much money. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please, please. She's like, hold on. I think I might be able to get a little bit more. And I'm like, and you know what I mean? This is like, this is like, this is blowing my mind at this point. And I get, by the time I leave the, her, from like three days ago. I get so scared on their emails Yo, where you're like, like don't ruin yeah, it. Exactly. Just accept no, it. Exactly. But that. again, that's their job to do it right. That's their job. That. And also as well, if somebody <laughs> wants you to do it. So I get to Birmingham. I went, Wednesday, I've got a gig. I don't want to be there. Saturday, I'm in my mom's kitchen. going, mom, I think I'm going to be writing a book. Right. And then well, like my brain always does is like, well, who the hell are you? Yeah. Gonna write yeah. a book or whatever else. And then my mum went to me, she looked at me in the face in that in that kind of like mum way. She's like, You've been doing you've been writing stuff for ten, eleven, twelve years 100%. before then. Yeah. Shut up. You apologise again, I'm gonna slap you in the face. Yeah. And I'm like, Cool. Wrote a book, signed for two, I've signed and then that went went pretty well. I've signed for, to write three more. I've just so the first one is done of the they're not they're all independent novels. Yeah. They'll all be on the YA or the teen fiction shelf because they're basically have teenage protagonists, but yeah. People read them of all ages, yeah. exactly. So it's like it's just it's the the juice of it is, man. Like that book is there now. I you some people will find it, some people won't. Yeah. But some people that, that email that I get that yeah, finds yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that's treasure. Yeah, and it's like it's done on your terms with no pressure, and that, that's it's an amazing. It's feeling. crazy, man, because people who only know us through our work or through yeah. whatever else might think, oh look, they've done this or done that, but. It's weird that I'll say all the time, hey, you, you just need to do it. You just yeah. need to get out there and do it. But it's still something I need reminding yeah. of constantly. Completely, mate. And I it's forget. Hard like, I've just. To I've, 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 I, the last. Or, or when we did that Bang Said the Gun thing. So, what was that? Three years ago? Must be. Three, four, four years ago. I was talking to you at that point yeah. about a script idea I had yeah, and this and yeah. that. I literally wrote a little pilot. Yeah. Finally got around to writing a pilot in December. Cool. And. I'm in negotiations with yeah. people at the moment and stuff like that. And it was, it was exactly one then that even though as soon as I started writing it, I was like, of course I can write a, yeah. a, a story. This is, this is what I do. But it's still, it took me two, three years of going, oh, I'll need to learn how the program works yeah. and I'll need to learn how the structure. And as soon as I was like, it's the fucking, uh, uh, we live in the future. It's also yeah. intuitive. Like you, you get the program and it's fucking there. What you realise is, man, what you realise is now, it's, I want to talk to you about this as well because I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm in the same stage where I've written a thing and we're talking about a thing yeah. for the screen. I want to talk to you anyway. But yeah. Yeah. it's like what you realise, what you realise, I relearn constantly after talking myself out of it and telling myself that I still shouldn't be here. It's like ideas are the commodity. Yeah. And so many people don't have a hundred ideas exactly. waiting in their head and you're like, oh, bloody hell, of course, it's all right. And you forget, it's, it's what those people at Harper Collins. They're looking for you. Yeah. They're praying you walk in the door. Yeah, They're not yeah. sitting there going, hope no one comes in today because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we've true. got a lot of stuff on. That's so, true. And that's a huge realisation. After I did um, the King Arthur film, which comes yeah, out yeah, soon. Yeah. I was with When's it come new, out, lad? It comes out May 12th, I think. So okay, it's out cool. very soon. Um, I still don't know if I'm particularly in it. Like, I only had a small role and I know there's been a lot of editing, so yeah, I'm concerned. Because yeah, yeah. it's been coming a I'm concerned right? if I overhype it. Yeah, we filmed it two years ago. I'm yeah. concerned if I overhype it. People will go and I won't. I'll just be like in the background once. But fucking hell, it's <laughs> yeah. in the cinema. I'm, I'm going to be going. Um, but yeah, and, and Neil Maskell, um, who's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. I adore. He gave me a book that was advice. And one of the things in it was basically saying that when you're going into a casting, yeah. their ideal day yeah. is, is you come in, you do your thing. You're really good. That's done. On to the next character. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's another job. 
and you get this in your head that you're like, oh, I'm in competition. This is like, no, no. their ideal situation, they want you to yeah, do good. Yeah, it's yeah. like when, um, when you're a teenager and you're at a club and you will make so, so many excuses for a girl that you think's attractive. Yeah. And she'll be acting like a dickhead. You're like, yeah. oh, she's, a, she's cute. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. this and she's yeah. that. And then, and then as soon as you've either been out or whatever, you're like, oh, no, she was a dickhead. <laughs> or, or mates as well. A, a guy you think's cool from back yeah, home, you'll be yeah. like, no, he's cool, man. He's cool. He's like, no, he no, was a dickhead. You make these excuses. It's similar. Yeah. They're looking to make a lot of excuses f- for you, even if it's not polished or perfect. Yeah, they want yeah, you yeah. to have it. So that's kind of, that should be a motivation to go yeah, and do, it's, and do everything. Like anything else, right? It's like the, the, the trick is to walk the line between the self-validation and still holding that humility that, yeah. you, that you shouldn't, it's not a given that you're going to get it. You know what I mean? And that's what's hard, man. Yeah. And that's why you, you, you meet people and you see people who are like, you know, we've got people who like who would be t- quote unquote famous when yeah. we've known kind of grow up. And it's like, right, you, you just forget that it's like, right, it's not everyone. I don't think anyone starts as a dickhead, right? Yeah. I don't think that yeah. can be the case. <laughs> Maybe some, there must be some people yeah. we could name names now, but like, they're like, you're like, right, but you're doing some dickhead stuff, yeah. mate. Yeah. But then you're like, right, Im- imagine not ever getting to be yourself and whatever else. It's like, I feel, I, yeah, yeah, I just, I think it's interesting that you're kind of the, the, with, with the cast and, and the kind of the acting stuff now because like that, to me, of all the things that we've touched, and we've touched, we've, between us, we've touched pretty much the majority of the, the scenes or whatever it were in the yeah. industry, yeah, music yeah. or whatever else. It's like, that seems the heart, most hardcore. Yeah. Because you could go, but, and then it's like, bam. It's but that's like, it. It's, it's exactly what you were saying about enjoying what you're doing for, yeah, for yeah. what it is. So I did Taboo, like we filmed that yeah. beginning of 2016, I guess, and... Since but then, that bit when you're walking, lad, and things are blown up. That's some nuts shit it's right sick. there. Again, number one, I'm there just enjoying that. But since then, I've had tons of auditions, and, I, and I've got one thing that I'm starting soon. It was yeah. a similar thing. I got an email off my agent. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. I go, oh, we can get more money. I'm like, man, Stephen Graham's in it, and, yeah. Dan, and David Johns is in it. Like, yeah. People I've had on the podcast that yeah, I love. It's yeah, like, yeah. just say yes now, kind of thing. But I oh, will get some more money. It's all right. Well, you do you. But um, <laughs> the in the last uh, six months, one of the things I've enjoyed the most, I auditioned for, um, and I can talk about it now, I'd imagine, I auditioned for the next series of Stranger Things. Yeah. And I didn't get it, but the brief was, this character could be male or female, um, of any ethnicity, yeah. um, from anywhere in America. Yeah. So I was like, right, that means, number one, if I don't get it, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> again, if I lose out to Everyone. a short black girl, it's like I can't compete there. But it's the most fun i've had because i get i got to create that character i had a script i went really um again i won't say what he is because okay, right. that might be giving stuff away yeah, but, yeah. But, but, but i went really kind of the, the, the dirty south kind of almost hypnotic charming but weird and creepy and odd and <laughs> i was like this is and fucking... did anyone see you practicing at home like <laughs> I, mate i was practicing in my spare room I, I i i did this whole thing and uh, again it's that it's, it's that over preparing I'd, I'd again because i knew to it i was like right i turned a camera on at home mm-hmm. and i just i riffed a, as yeah, this yeah. character i made up a monologue on the spot and again yeah. it's the advantage that we have of coming from writing yeah, backgrounds yeah, yeah. is in those situations you've kind of you've got a bit of that so i did this and then i went in and i did this audition and it's scripted and all that yeah and they were saying oh we're looking for a certain this and a certain that and like before i've auditioned they said what people haven't done so far is this and i was like but this might sound weird but i've i've got like a a video on my phone of me doing this like what, do you, you want me to out? send you that I was like oh, I didn't have it on me I had a link and they were like that'd be dope and like I sent it across so as part of my audition yeah, I did the audition yeah, on the day and also sent just me in my spare room just yeah, kind of rambling yeah. into camera like a madman yeah. and it's like 
That was the most fun I've had. I didn't get wicked. that. I but it could have been I the thing. I can't wait to see what they do yeah. with it, and I'm excited about it. But but that could have also been the thing that was the reason. You just don't know that exactly. uncertainty of it, man. But That's it. You don't know. Uh, I've, I've worked in, in record stores and been in charge of interviews, and I've known that I've had people I walk in, and for yeah. one reason or another, the second they walk in, I'm yeah, like, no. nah. <laughs> So I know that's going to happen in casting and shit as well. Completely. So there's no ego or fear of that. It's just, all right, let's... Yeah, yeah. Let's and in the meantime, what a way to fill your day, man. Do you know oh, what I mean? It's a great <laughs> laugh. You get to play about. Again, Same. and I'm not having to have the pressure of it being anything. Yeah. It is what it is. It's in that moment. And it's Same. what excites me about things like your current show. To come f- full circle as we wrap did. things up. Yep. Is that it's... Um, it is kind of obviously you've got this show, but it is an interactive thing. It is a thing of the moment. So yeah. each one has got something mm-hmm. that it, it lives in that moment and then it dies in that I moment. Need you. And that's what's beautiful yeah, about I it. Yeah, I need you with me. It's like a thing. Where it's I what scares I... me about it as well. I mean, I'm going to come, but, but... Um, as 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 we were discussing, or when you were saying about what, yeah. or talking to your boy about what could embarrass you, which incidentally I'm going to say now, if. I've got a podcast network, so if you want the first 11-year-old having conversations podcast, then yeah. let's talk, because well, that sounds amazing. Let's talk um, um, <laughs> but the thing of embarrassing is I'm that. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's similar, I think. If, yeah. we've, if, if, we, if we're at a gig, mm-hmm. I think the last thing b- both of us want is the person on stage to go, your polar bears in the uh, crowd. Do you want to come up and do something? Yeah, that like, would be embarrassing. I'm not in that situation anymore. Yeah. But that would get me. Yeah. That would get me yeah. every time. And that's, so, so that's the one thing that's <laughs> made me scared of your show is that there is interaction. But again, I know the way you work is it's not this, it's not a stand up calling people out. No, it's this, not at all. Let's get involved. Let's no, do I need this you to help way. me with a story. So yeah, it's yeah, help yeah. rather than attack. You, you, you do, do something. Course, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No pressure. The whole thing is anti pressure. So, so where can people find out? It's on at the BAC. Yeah, it's called Dark Corners. It's on the BAC, Battersea Arts Centre, until the 22nd of this month, April. It's 7pm, yep. uh, Wednesday to Saturday. It's an hour long, and it's just it's a fun hour of making stuff up, pretending you're 13 years old. Amazing. Well, thank you very much Not for chatting. Not at all, It's always a pleasure. Good, good to see you, then. We should do it more often, and yeah. off records, oh. so when we're referencing all those... But those people, we can say their actual names. Yeah, we can. We can. Excellent. All right, mate. <laughs> nice one. You've been listening to Squibbish Pits, the Scratch Pieces. That was Polar Bear, a.k.a. Stephen Camden. Um, I love that dude, and it was amazing to, 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 to get to have that chat. And I'm so happy that I've got this podcast that allows me to to schedule time with my mates to catch up, and hopefully you guys enjoy it and, uh, and take it in. I'm going to leave the ending short, because I rambled for a long time at the beginning, and this is a long-as-fuck episode, because we slung that spoken word piece in at the middle, which is one of my favourite pieces of all time. I didn't say it t- to his face, but I could recite 90% of that that poem off the top of my head at any time. I think it's amazing. I think Polar Bear's amazing. Check out At Home With Polar at speechdevelopmentrecords.com um, if you get a chance. Also, ch- check out the returning Tuesday Night Jaw, which returned this week on the Stretch Pieces Network. Um, Say Why to Drugs, which is huge and blowing up. There was a new stop and search uh, last week. And Hardcore Listing, as said. So thank you for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you next week when I'm joined by Kelly Marcel, who, as I said, sold a script 
and she'd written when she was working in a, a video shop. She sold it to Steven Spielberg. Um, she went back and continued working in the video shop for a bit, worked on and wrote more scripts, and has had the most is is having the most amazing career. So she's a inspirational and fascinating person. Happens to be one of my best friends. So check that out. I'll see you next week. Ta-ta. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.